Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. With everything going on right now, your rest is so important. That's why we're having the biggest my pillow sale ever. Not only are my bed pillows as low as $19.98, but you can get the best body pillows ever. Regular $89.98, now only $29.98. Take your rest on the go with our Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows for only $14.98. And we have our new couch and accent pillows. They aren't just for looks. They have MyPillow's patented adjustable fill that gives you that amazing MyPillow comfort. In this economy, you get the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you get deep discounts on body, couch, bolster pillows, and so much more, including my original bed pillows for as low as $19.98. Please order now while quantities last. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. number on it, ain't going back, it's no backtrack, having flashbacks to that last time, gave it all until my last dime, 
did mine and they switched sides Came home with a different mind Ain't no open chairs here at dinner time Had your hand out and I lit mine You show yours and it's not the same When it gets to grain and it's such a shame Cause we was so cool now it's hot flame On my black list and I'm Raymond Red But there's no feds, just me and you Got a clear view with a black heart Enough shit to lose that I'ma see it through I ain't being rude, I'm just speaking truth If it's riding to the core, gotta pull the two Monkeys can't hang with gorillas And I'm all out of bananas to feed y'all Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, proceed with caution Move, baby, move, baby, we're in the darkness Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, why I'm so heartless Dearly departed, dearly departed Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, proceed with caution Move, baby, move, baby, we're in the dark Talking that, but let's state the fact So many knives in my back, I can make a mess I woke up and I prayed for you, man And I prayed for your fam If a man gets bit holding a snake in his hand Who do you blame, the snake or the man? Pulling all these skeletons out of my closet I fucked around and ended up fighting a monster I fucked around and found out that my house was haunted I can't believe it's a confidential informant I prayed up for the ones trying to down me I gave a life raft to those trying to drown me Went to the circus with the ones trying to clown me I didn't see all of these vultures flying around me I talked to Mono in a dream, he said fuck it, we've been through worse This ain't nothing, made it out the streets, big bruh Ain't that something? You can always go home where they still gonna love you edition of the patriot party podcast i'm the mick and with me of course is my much better beloved better half v lynn hello patriots and it is the day after thanksgiving and i hope all of you fuckers are nice and fat and happy because uh now the liberals can come and slaughter us as is their plan and as they have showed us that they plan on doing yes i guess pill didn't get them did you get pill up yeah pills up. okay anyone over on the pill side watching I, I don't know say hi in the chat hello anyway um hello. so uh 
obviously we're starting early today because we are going to watch the movie Died Suddenly, the Stu Peters movie Died Suddenly. And I want to preface this by saying, I don't trust Stu Peters as far as I can throw him. I think he's a shill. Um, I think he's a plant because you don't just pop onto the alternative media scene with a huge production studio, just completely out of the blue as a, he was what a fucking bonds bailman or something it, it like that. It sounds very shillish. A- anyway. Um, however, and, and there are some aspects I have watched the movie and I've, I've been doing a lot of research on it on both sides. I've, I've watched, I've, I've been digging into the reactions on both the liberal side and on the alternative media side. There's a lot of people that feel the way I do about Stu Peters. So they, they dissected this movie with a fine tooth comb and we'll go over that. We'll go over that at the end, um, after we watch the movie. But, uh, there is a lot of excellent information in this movie. And I think regardless of who put it out and, um, regardless of the fact that there, there are a couple things in there that detract from the overall impact of the movie, um, it's still, there's, there's some incredible information in there and it's, it's well worth watching. So, all right. That being said, let's get into it. Well, without any further ado, yeah. fuck. So, uh, died suddenly Stu Peter's movie, um, for your viewing pleasure. Enjoy fuckers. There will be an assignment on this afterwards and we will be testing you. So I hope you pay attention and take good notes. Mm-hmm. Either way, Enjoy. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. Along with that, there's also been an increase in certain medical diagnoses, such as miscarriages and Bell's palsy. Well, when I first started seeing these this, these strange anomalies in the blood, it's just there's something different about the blood. All of these people that are dying, doesn't matter what they died of, they were having this unique uh, there's this unique change in the blood. I feel as though I am seeing something that could be causing their death. No one will see what I see. So in the very beginning, I'm thinking, okay, so COVID could have caused this possibly, but now I'm seeing these in people that supposedly never had COVID. And then you find out they were vaccinated. And so it's like, okay, so it's the vaccine might be causing this. I want people to understand that we're in a fifth generation warfare. But you don't believe in any conspiracy there? Jane, what more can you tell us about the Sullivan Brothers building that's collapsed? 
leap of song. And we're injecting them in the little kid's arm. An 18-year-old health worker has developed blood clots after the controversial piece of the product. Just days after getting their second COVID-19 vaccine, two teenage boys died in their sleep. Oh, my God! A nine-year-old went to sleep in Eagle Mountain and never woke up. A little cheerleader who died suddenly. Who knows? Young people are dying these days. You know, Matt and I right. are constantly talking about Malthusian theory. Malthusian theory. Yes, I know. I'm sure I, you are. I, I, it says it on one of the coffee cups <laughs> I was given. You know, when I graduated, when I was at junior college, Chabot Junior College, we finished a, a history uh, course, and the professor wrote up, you need to learn this word. He wrote up the word triage, which represented, I was told, the concept that eventually the world will have too many people in it mm. in order to subsist on its own. And that stuck with me for a long time, and that's what Inferno is about. A, a, the quantum physics of overpopulation in, a, in an instant, they could be too many people on the planet Earth, and actually the math does add up. Just give us a 20-second definition of Malthusian theory, which there is amazing. Go. Well, that's, that's what I'm built for. I, Thomas Robert Malthus, have merely done you the service of stating the obvious, that the demographics of our situation equal death. Reverend Thomas Robert Malthus was a British demographer of the late 1700s and was the first to popularize the idea that there's simply too many people using up too much resources. How many cars, stereos, fancy bars? How many people could the world support? Well, it depends. It's a sliding scale. Malthusian ideology is often summarized in the following graph. Very simple graphs which project what's going to happen to the planet over the next 150 years if we don't do something drastic to stop it. It's an ideology, an eschatology. Here we can see a chart that looks at the total world population over the last several hundred years. And at first glance, this is a bit scary. And it spawned a new genre of fear that lasted for generations. The fear of overpopulation. You have to get the death rate and birth rate in balance. And there's only two ways to do it. One is to bring the birth rate down. The other is to push the death rate up. If we do not, by humane means, limit our numbers, then numbers are going to be limited by more famines and shortages. It's reaching plague proportion. No intelligent, patriotic American family uh, ought to have more than two children, preferably one. Maybe anybody who's thinking of having a third child ought to go hungry a week. So should we have policies that penalize people for having extra kids in the developed world? So I do think that we should at least consider it. And this is where people start getting nervous talking about overpopulation and population issues because they're scared that I'm going to take away their rights to have children. It's the belief in a coming apocalypse and that it is you and I who are ushering it in. We're even running out of sand, which may not seem important, but without it, you can't make concrete or glass, like for windows, so you can look outside and see the world ending. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Well, common sense would tell you if you have a man standing in front of you saying he's going to reduce the world's population by 10 or 15 percent using vaccines, what does that mean to you? It means somebody's going to die because you put a vaccine in them. 
it doesn't mean you're going to save people. Uh, that's pretty much common sense in my brain. And but yet I saw him. I saw him say it. He said it. Uh, and here we are. I don't know. I, I'm just here we are. I'm now an anti-vaxxer. I wasn't before. Uh, from what I've learned here with this and seeing what I've seen, not just in the funeral home, but, you know, what everybody else has had an opportunity to see, uh, I don't want to take any vaccine uh, because I don't trust the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, I, I just buried someone recently who, who died suddenly, wasn't sick, uh, person in their 60s, uh, but otherwise was not sick. And uh, I met with the family and uh, that was my first question was what happened to him? Somebody mentioned to go on to Google and then type in died suddenly and find the news articles that would pop up. And lo and behold, here's a whole listing of people, of articles, of people within the, that last week who died suddenly. Younger people, older people, but a lot of younger people throughout around the world. Famous people, athletes have just dropped dead without explanation and it's like it's no big deal it's like we just don't know uh, it happens but no it's it's not happened it's never happened like this until now my phone goes over and trying to make sure i don't miss something i'm hoping hoping that uh we can get one of those important calls See, this is both from carotid and veins. Oh, look how thick that thing is. It's like the alien. <laughs> Very similar. It came out of, apparently, I've got some of that's from a carotid artery and also some veins. So, Whoa. back around November of last year, of 2021, people were asking me, well, how many people are having these strange clots? And I didn't have a very good answer for it. So in starting in November, I started making notations of whether or not the person was um, clotted or not or vaccinated. My green is people that I've been verified are vaccinated. Yellow typically is somebody that has smaller clots. And the orange is somebody that had more significant clots, the clots that are uh, really kind of concerning to me. I have it dated for the quarter, I mean, numbered by the quarter. So the entire quarter, I had about 130. Yeah, only almost 14% had no significant clotting. Um, a lot of the substances that I'm seeing are stuff that looks pretty much, it's this white fibrous stuff. Now, instead of calling them blood clots, I try to refer to them as white fibrous clots or white fibrous structures. How come all of a sudden these things are happening in so many people? When I first started seeing these strange uh, clots, uh, in the beginning, I thought, you know, this is kind of weird, it's kind of crazy, I, I don't understand. 
as I started gathering more and more photographs, I'm able to share it amongst other people that I work with. I talk to other embalmers that have 30, 40, even 50 years of experience. I'm a licensed funeral director, national board funeral director and certified embalmer. Um, I've been in the death care industry since uh, 1982. I've been embalming, been in the embalming process with well over a thousand bodies. And I had actually noticed some of the differentiates in the clots as well, in some of the bodies I had been embalming. And that had started recently. First time, first time I saw it firsthand, pulled out of a deceased, my end was about three months ago. Been struggling to embalm people for around about 18 months. My embalmer was complaining that he was getting, having trouble getting fluid through people. And the way they do that is they cut into the um, carotid artery and they pump it around the body via a pump. He was struggling to get it through and we kind of thought, well, maybe the pump wouldn't service in and had a look at it, it doesn't. Pulled this out and he kind of grabbed the end of the tweezers and this comes out in one piece, one elastic piece. It, it looks like um, calamari. Longest one that I have on video is probably almost three foot long, which is incredible to come out of the you know, the juggler up here. It's just, it's incredible. That is not normal. I talked to other embalmers that have 30, 40, even 50 years of experience said, Hey, you know, have you guys ever seen this stuff before? And the answer was always, I, I haven't seen clots like these, uh, these long white fibrous, different not blood clots but they're they're clotting the blood so therefore you have to call it a clot i have been in this profession actually for approximately 12 years and approximately two to 250 bodies per year and i have never seen anything like this until the vaccination now i've been in Obama for 41 years 41 years i've been in Obama and i've never seen clots like these here's a guy messaged me the other day he even sent me a picture. Yeah, a fellow embalmer? This is not mine, this is his. Same stuff, you see that? You know, we know something's going on. Um, I, I deal with a lot of funeral directors and embalmers. Um, I attend national conventions, state conventions. I'm very involved. And, you know, we know something different is going on. We don't know exactly what's going on, but the timing of it um, is just hand in hand. We're connecting dots here. Um, and it certainly appears that there is some relationship to the vaccine and these um, obstructions that we're seeing. I was in Ohio last week or the week before last, and there were 100 embalmers at the Ohio Embalmers Association in my lecture. And I, I, I posed these photos up where people could see them. And nearly all of the embalmers out of 100 in this room raised their hands that uh, they had seen uh, clots and white fibrin structures of, of, of that kind of size. And when I ask again, when did they start seeing them? Again, it's uh, that 16 to 18 month period. This is different. This is, and they need to figure out what it is. That's the problem is they need to figure out. That's why we're, 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 tell, we're talking to you is that we're concerned for humanity. Once I knew what was happening, I'm a man of principle. Do you know your family's just as important as mine? Why, why, if I, and if I don't speak out, we're all anyway. As a Canadian embalmer, I have found that everybody I embalmed for over a year 
had fibrous mass clots. The fiber mass clots had been fed by blood clots at the ends that were integrated into the fiber mass clots. The fiber mass clots themselves were not blood clots. On average, I would embalm a body every day or two. Every single body had them, and they were massive. When I was talking to, to uh, Dr. Ken Thorpe, he was more concerned about the real tiny clots that he called microclots. And when I asked him about microclots, I was like, let me, let me explain. Sometimes when I'm seeing the blood, it looks like the blood is dirty. Almost like it has little fine grains of sand or almost like fine grains of coffee grounds. The reason why he's more concerned about those is because they will go undetected and they can get lodged up in capillaries and end up slowly starving organs of, of the oxygen that it needs. Um, so what I did, I did is I captured some blood that looked dirty. It's clouding it up, but see, I wanted you to see the specks that are floating around. There we go. It looks like rust. It does. Look at, look at, like, see, you can almost see that they're like stringy looking. The first time I seen something that what I would describe as a different type of blood than I had ever seen consistency of blood was on a younger lady that was in a, a car accident. And I noticed onto the table as we were getting a little bit of drainage from her that her blood looked as if it was, it, the only way to describe it is blood on beach sand. It was sticking to the table. I began noticing um, strange things with the blood looking like it had coffee grinds or sand in it to complete separation, like a clear orangish fluid and then clots coming later, like the blood had almost separated. And of course, then there are the fibrin structures that we get and it doesn't matter if it's a young or old person. I'd like you to kind of feel Yeah, you can kind of hold it's on like to it. It's like a rubber band almost. Yeah, like a rubber band or like calamari. So of course that explains people stroking out like and that was my concern in the very beginning of all this. The whole thing was as I'm seeing all of these strange clots, I'm hearing stories of, of blood clots and, and embolisms and, and sudden heart attacks. Scientists say there has been an increased rise, a sharp rise in unexplained deaths during the pandemic. Deaths that are not listed as COVID related. I would just like to find answers because so many people, young young people are just dropping dead. There were two in the local paper today 
out of Lafayette, Indiana. And I question, how did they die? Autopsies are not being done and performed um, as often and as frequent as it had been done in the past. You know, there's no way that um, that type of obstruction would not um, cause stroke, heart failure, um, some type of pulmonary embolism um, that would certainly take someone out. Now, most of the people are not autopsy. Therefore, no one will see what I see. And that's why what we see back there, people need to know. They, they, nobody will know unless we tell them what we're seeing because it happens and then you have a visitation and a burial and it's over. I feel as though I am seeing something that could be causing their death and the dead can't speak for themselves. So therefore, the only way to bring this forward is, is like, I have to speak for them. Since the vaccine, this rubbery stuff, this this stuff here is absolutely. No, hold on, I don't know who this is. Hello. Yes. Okay, I'll be there as soon as I can. Um, I'll be there as soon as I can. I'll give you a call shortly. All right. Bye. Okay. Well, it looks like I got to go to work. So maybe you guys can come with me and uh, we what can talk the along the way. That they would let us shoot. Um, I've been trying to warm people up to the idea of doing it. Um, so maybe we just go ahead and try to go up there and I'll give them a call as we're on our way and see what they say. Good morning. My name is Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long and I've been invited here today to testify to the truth before the legislators of Idaho. The information I'm presenting is made as a protected communication under Title 10 USC 1034 as a whistleblower. My opinions are my own and do not reflect that of the United States Army, the DOD, or any entity thereof. Insurance companies figured that if there was something catastrophic that happened to the United States, they would see a 10% increase in all-cause morbidity and mortality. 10% just like an unprecedented catastrophic you know natural event or something that happened in the united states u.s life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all cause deaths among 18 to 49 year olds 40 percent is no one's even no one's even calculated that i mean that that's never been uh factored into what things would look like it's apocalyptic. In my 15 years as a doctor taking care of soldiers, I have never seen this litany of debilitating and potentially deadly medical conditions in soldiers. These conditions included 
strokes, transit ischemic attacks, pericarditis, myocarditis, erratic heart rates, arrhythmias, rapid onset and progression of various cancers to include testicular cancer, esophageal cancer, brain tumors, neuroendocrine tumors, spinal tumors, thyroid dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, cognitive impairment, persistent severe insomnia, suppression of the immune system, unprovoked blood clots in the splenic and portal vein, avascular necrosis, liver dysfunction, menstrual irregularities, and miscarriages. Well, I think if you look at the 5.3.6 post-marketing analysis report, the 1,291 adverse events, I don't think those came as diagnostic tests. I think they came as confirmatory tests. You ordered a product, you wanted the product to kill people, Hey, stockholders, we got exactly what you ordered. Fourth shot, Borla, the CEO of Pfizer. Good yes. for CVS, good for Walmart, good for your health. When I reached out to Army Public Health Command and numerous senior medical and operational leaders about my safety concerns, I was ignored. Threats against my career were made, but no appropriate actions were taken to fully investigate the number and scope of adverse medical events after COVID vaccines. What I was here today to speak about truly was the weaponization of public health. Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm also a whistleblower. <laughs> That's my... That person, that person right there called me one day. I called her, I can't remember, it was an email. And she said, have you seen the DMED system? Uh, have you seen what it's up? And I'm like, I'm working on the border. I'm trying to stop 12,000 people from coming across this border a week. And she said, we'll take a look at it. Seeing the DMED data, I have, I have significant concerns that we won't have a standing army in five years. Case 1-01, United States Air Force A-10 instructor pilot, mid-30-year-old male, hospitalized 12 hours after vaccination, diagnosed with pericarditis anaphylaxis, removed from flight status for six months, thus negatively impacting unit mission readiness. I have never felt so abandoned by the military. I have been forced to take something that brought me close to my death. I was mocked, discredited, unsupported. Our squad and morale was ripped to shreds. All these things were completely unnecessary. We are truly less ready on multiple levels. I had to talk to a wife of a soldier that had a stroke, which required speech rehab for several months, and talk to her while he was in the ICU and say to her, he's going to be okay and he'll be able to serve again because this is what he loved to do. Back in September 2021, I submitted an affidavit in the Robert V. Austin case in which I outlined how the DOD was violating its own risk management process in their push to mandate the vaccine of every member of the armed forces with an experimental vaccine. After my testimony was made public, the DOD made no effort to investigate my safety concerns. I got contacted by attorney Tom Renz over the weekend who represents some whistleblowers within the Department of Defense. I have declarations from all three. The state is under penalty. Of, uh, this is under penalty of perjury. We intend to submit this to the courts. Uh, we have substantial data showing that uh, we saw, for example, uh, miscarriages increased by 300% over the five-year average, almost. Uh, we saw almost 300% increase in cancer over the five-year average. Cancer is not being talked about except for by Dr. Ryan Cole. Thank you, doctor. I was the first pathologist in the world to say, guys, we're seeing an uptick in, in, in cancers. 
that toxic spike protein has so many mechanisms that allow cancers to wake up and certain uh, cancer genes that it binds to and promotes mechanisms. Everywhere I go, radiologists, interventional radiologists, oncologists, cancer surgeons like I met today, cancer, 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 30-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 40-year-olds, reactivated or second shot, third shot, month later, breast cancer, stage four everywhere. Uh, we saw, this one's amazing, neurological. So f neurological issues which would affect our pilots, over a thousand percent increase, a thousand. Ten, ten times, that's ten times rate and obviously that resonates. 83,000, 82,000 per year to 863,000 in one year. Our soldiers are being experimented on, injured, and sometimes possibly killed. Uh, Senator Johnson looked in the camera and said, The Department of Defense, the Biden administration is on notice. They must preserve these records and this must be investigated. And uh, within 24 hours, that system that is run by the Defense Health Agency was shut down. This is the bottom line up front. This is the weaponization of our healthcare system. These are done in acts by legislators. These all started a long time ago. Some could say in biblical times with good and evil. If we think that there are not nefarious actors in the world, people that work for principalities and, and dark places, if we think that, we're fooling ourselves, right? Because that's where we're at. 1974, Henry Kissinger put out a paper that said we need to decrease the world population. And that's when the globalists kicked in. We've got to stabilize the population. When I was born, no, there were so too, what's wrong with the population? I mean, were too many people. That's what. That's why we have global warming. We have global warming because too many people are using too much stuff. Our book "Limits to Growth" was the first concrete effort using a computer to look at trends that unfold over decades, even a century. We were trying to understand long-term physical demands on the planet. And in the 70s, we were thinking that probably in the period 2010 to 2030 was when the planet would start to encounter limits. Here is what Dr. Meadows' computer shows. Since the year 1900, the Earth's resources there at the top of the chart have been steadily used up as population, food consumption, and production of goods have soared. Ahead of us, sometime after the year 2000, this computer study foresees calamity. Resources drop more steeply, and food and production follow suit. Population continues to expand for perhaps one more generation, then collapses calamitously as deprivation takes hold. Now, 11 billion people still a lot, but the good news is that the faster we improve health, the faster family size goes down. The World Economic Forum, you have Klaus Schwab and George Soros and Bill Gates. They talk about depopulation. They talk about um, all of these kind of utopic ideas that they have. The United Nations Sustainable Development Goals are 17 targets we must meet by 2030 to ensure decent lives for all on a healthy planet. Right now, it's expected we will fail. One reason for that is the growth in our global population. We have a golden opportunity to seize something good from this crisis. COVID-19 also helped legitimize instruments of control. It's a deep, systemic, and structural restructuring 
of our world. Therefore, we have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Also be clear, the future is not just happening. The future is built by us. Those people definitely have had tremendous influence and sway in this whole thing. And that is why they seemingly know how to hold these events and almost perfectly predict what's going to happen. The Event 201 scenario is fictional, but it's based on public health principles, epidemiologic modeling, and assessment of past outbreaks. An outbreak that circles the globe and affects people everywhere. In other words, we've created a pandemic that could realistically occur. I know we would all agree that if we had a vaccine in hand for CAPS, it'd be a game changer. A majority of Americans expect a vaccine to be available within two months, and 65% of those polled are eager to take the vaccine, even if it's experimental. Because you are in a war, because this is a fifth generation warfare for your hearts and your minds, it's done mostly by digits, right, through the computer and those kind of things, but it's also done with adjunct weaponry, and this adjunct weaponry in this case is a COVID jab. They don't want you to know that your body is now their property and playground, and they will do with you what they feel like doing to you, and they will destroy your life if you don't take a lethal needle in your arm and it is it's the new bullet it's the new missile it's the new form of warfare you don't need to fire a bullet and win a war i wanted people to understand that we're in a fifth generation warfare fifth generation is for the heart and the mind the united states government has been engaged in psychological operations on its own citizens for over 60 years MK Alpha and Operation Mockingbird are just two of the declassified programs designed to manipulate the minds of Americans and the world. The majority of these operations occur in plain sight, with the purpose of gaslighting and undermining those who seek the truth and pose a threat to the agenda of the global elite. Just kidding. You conspiracy theorists, the government would never lie to you. Read my lips. Thank you. Because uh, we got a call regarding you coming over here multiple times and it seems like they don't want to talk to you. 
I, well, now it seems that way because she, she called the police on me. Okay. You should always be suspicious if the people in charge of safety don't want to see the safety data. That should be a red flag. I couldn't understand why people aren't looking at this data. Even the clinical trial for the Pfizer vaccine showed that the vaccine killed more people than the placebo group. It's supposed to be the other way around. So what, what's your name? My name is Steve Kirsch. Steve Kirsch? Yes. Okay. Where do you work? Where do you work for? I, I, I'm a journalist for Substack. Substack? Yeah. Okay. I have about uh, close to a million followers on Substack. So I've been called a, um, an anti-vaxxer. I've been called a misinformation spreader. MIT has labeled me a misinformation super spreader. And in fact, if you go Google, you type in misinformation super spreader. I'm the top hit in the entire world. Why am I labeled a misinformation super spreader? I have no history at all of being a conspiracy theorist. How do I go from being, hey, you should get vaccinated? Waving the flag, to, I love Tony Fauci, to saying, oh, wow, we've we been lied to. How did that happen? I was vaccinated in March of 2021. My wife was vaccinated and all my kids were vaccinated. So you couldn't call me an anti-vaxxer. I've always gotten all these vaccines that the government has recommended. I've always trusted the government. And then I started hearing stories from my friends. So one person said that she asked me if the vaccines were safe. And I said, of course they're safe. And, and I said, why are you asking me this question? I mean, like, you know, have you not turned on the news? Like, where have you been? She said, well, three of my relatives were vaccinated and they died a week later and they were all perfectly healthy before they got the vaccine. And I said, well, that's impossible. That must be wrong. And, and, and like, and, and then she replied, um, yeah, but they're dead. Is it really safe and is it really effective? These vaccines are safe. They are incredibly effective. Vaccines are safe and effective. Getting a booster different from your original vaccination is likely safe and effective. But if there's one message that needs to cut through all this, the vaccines are safe. I promise you, they are safe and effective. Researchers have confirmed that the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID vaccine is safe and effective. This is what you don't see. <laughs> Surprisingly, most people don't want to know what's in the vaccines. In fact, nobody wants to know what's in the vaccines because nobody in Congress is asking to analyze the vials. Nobody in the mainstream media has ever asked what's in the vials. And the public doesn't want to know either because the public's not asking what's in these vaccines. If people understood what was in the vaccine, they'd go apeshit. 
Uh, the first one is a typical um, package insert that we see with any vaccine. When you open the box next to the vial, you find a package insert that um, has information about what the product contains. And um, this is a typical vaccine insert from a, um, a vaccine that helps protect against meningitis. It's a more traditional childhood vaccine. And the other label that I'm going to show you, the other package insert, came from a box of mRNA product. So vaccine that was um, brought to the clinic for the purpose of giving that to children. And this should look the same as the other package insert that I showed you. But yet when we open it almost two years into this, we find that it still says intentionally blank. And it, I mean, they're, they're allowed to, under emergency authorization, put anything in them they want. And the FDA isn't inspecting any of these facilities. The European Medicine Agency allowed the purity to go from 100% requirement down to 50%. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the shot rollouts, you hear, oh, okay, we don't have to worry about this cold chain. So now you've got degrading products, which probably benefited some people in the sense that they broke down so fast that they got basically some mushy fat and sludge and dodged the bullet. But the ones who got the proper dose at the proper temperature are probably the ones that got harmed the most. I mean, how much do they care? They're making billions. The mRNA was the technology, but we had less experience, only two years working on this. And actually, mRNA was a technology that never delivered a single product until that day. Uh, not vaccine, not any other medicine. So, uh, so it was very counterintuitive, and I was surprised when they suggested to me that this is the way to go. You know, Steve Kirst, by the way, has a great offer out there for your listeners. I don't know if you know about this. No. His offer is anybody from any major academic medical center or any government agency who will come to the table and have a fair discussion on vaccine safety and efficacy, he'll pay him $2 million. Anybody? I offered a million dollars, not not to win the debate, just to come to the table, a million dollars. And when they refused the million dollars, I said, okay, name your price. Is five million, 10 million, a hundred million? What will it take for us to have a civil di a discussion on the record, on the record, on recorded, where we can go through the evidence in the VARIS system and other pieces of data so that we can have an open discussion about this. So the VARIS is a voluntary reporting system. And it was created this way because the drug companies negotiated with the government to say, the government said, we will give you liability protection for your vaccines. But the quid pro quo is that we're going to establish this vaccine adverse event reporting system, which of course they could have done anyway. We have a fair system in the United States. System in Israel was even worse. In March, these researchers came to the Israeli Ministry of Health and said, hey, we got a problem here. Basically, they're told that the vaccines are killing and hurting people. And you're withholding that information from the Israeli people. So the latest Israeli vaccination studies are out, and Steve Kirsch says the results prove that the government was lying all along about the frequency of adverse events from COVID shots. Shocker. I sent an email to over 200, close to 300 people at the CDC asking if any of them wanted to see the data. Okay. Almost 300 people. Not a single person 
wanted to see the data at the CDC. Stu, I have the personal cell phone for Grace Lee, who is the chair of the ACIP committee, which is the outside committee of the CDC. I asked if she wanted to see the data. She ignored me. Did they explicitly tell you no, or did they just ignore no. you? No, they just ignore me. Have you been in this house before? Um, I have, yeah. And for the same reason? Yeah, so I'll let her to, to contact her. Because she's not reachable. She's not reachable in her office. She doesn't answer her cell phone. She her assistant doesn't answer. Doesn't answer her email. That committee is responsible for approving and being the outside independent source for approving these vaccines. How, how did ACIP recently come to the decision to recommend COVID-19 shots for this latest group of young kids? And what kinds of things were you looking for in the data? Uh, we got a call regarding you coming over here multiple times, and it seems like they don't want to talk to you. Uh, well, now it seems that way because she, she called the police on me. You know, I think we need to recognize that COVID-19 is here to stay. Uh, that vaccines are uh, make for a safer and more reliable way to develop immunity against infection. But now it's very clear that she's actively avoiding the question of whether she wants to see the Israeli data that shows the vaccines are not safe. That's pretty serious. Okay, well, it seems like she's not interested, so... How in the world could anyone, especially the top person in the world responsible for safety not want to see the safety data that shows that the vaccines are not safe. They don't want to be confronted with even the question, do you want to see the data? They want to have plausible deniability. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market. Did we know about stopping immunization before um, it entered the market? No. Pfizer vaccine not only stops people from getting sick, but also stops them from spreading the virus to other people. One vaccine could curb virus transmission from just a single dose. They're stopping people also from transmitting the disease. And the chances are very likely that you'll not be able to transmit it to other people. Yes, it will protect you, but honestly, it's not for you. It's so you don't kill other people. It's so you don't spread it to other people. 114 million Americans, nearly half the adult population in this country has had a vaccine shot already. 114 million of us have had it. The number of people who have died from getting the shot is zero. There are uh, about 14,000 Americans who have uh, reported deaths. Now, that's probably underreported by a factor of 100. So you take the 14,000 deaths that are reported in the virus system, you multiply it by 100, you get 1.4 million. But the deaths that happened five months later, and that's the bulk of them, are not going to get reported in the virus system. An elderly woman has died in what's believed to be South Australia's first case of fatal blood clotting caused by the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. 
investigation is underway tonight over whether a local man suffered blood clots as a result of getting the Pfizer vaccine. Two teachers who were at Soames Elementary School for more than 20 years and passed away suddenly this school year. Therapeutic Goods Administration is calling for calm following the deaths of two people in our state who received the COVID vaccine. Woodgrove High School student athlete Colette Bain passed away unexpectedly after a medical emergency. year-old nursing student died of cardiac arrest one day after getting the mandatory the 16 year old had a cardiac arrhythmia high school cheerleader who died suddenly conclusions over the death of a woman from blood clots after receiving the COVID is in intensive care tonight suffering a blood clot after receiving his astrazeneca whether a local man suffered blood clots as a result to a blockage in an artery with medical experts confirming the death of a central coast woman is likely linked to the jab I said, you're just, we're just going to have to get used to this. And he says, the shots. And I said, yeah, we're just going to have to get used to this. This is the way it is. If, you keep if people keep doing this, then this is going to keep happening. The vaccine can kill you two different ways. It can kill you in the short term. Now, there's a longer term effect. And this takes five months to kill you. And this is when your veins are basically clogged up with this uh, protein uh, material, this amyloid protein material that's not blood clots. Now, the timing of when the embalmers first started seeing these blood clots, mid-2021. So many miles on my car, you know, you know, it seems like half of my time is driving from one funeral home to another. The busiest I ever was, to be honest, was January of 2021. Now, I didn't even think about it being related to the vaccine at all at the time. Looking back, I say, no wonder they died of a heart attack or a stroke or a, some kind of a pulmonary embolism. Because you can't live with this stuff in you. Probably do about 160 funerals a year. So I've been waiting for a young person that died suddenly, who'd also had a post-mortem. And then um, the family had asked me to embalm. So there are three planets that needed to align 
And uh, this poor guy of 30, it was full of it. It was hanging out of him like spaghetti. This one here came out of the aorta. Um, it, they take the shape of the vessels that they're growing in totally, and they gradually fill the vessels as they grow. Um, and these, obviously, they're, they're, that, that's what's killed him. Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm, I'm pulling into the funeral home here and, and uh, I've got some guys that are with me. Are you fine with me bringing them in? the iliac artery and the clot coming out of the iliac. Normally we don't see clots in the iliac in an artery. Usually they're in veins. And I'm probably not going to be able to get it all. This is not normal. The size is. Big one came out of the vein. The small one came out of the iliac artery itself. Wow. As the months passed by, the clots became worse, and each person, um, the quantity of them was much larger, and they were getting larger. We were doing um, an injection and drainage into the common carotid artery, and we were getting fluid in, and then it, all of a sudden it just stopped. We could not get any more fluid. We were not getting any drainage of any type. Look at it. Oh, watch out. That's a monster. Holy Jesus. Come on. <laughs> I believe the only way that a, a medical doctor could see this in the body is if a, they actually went internally into the body. So this is coming out of a beating heart, right? Look at this, tell me if it looks the same way. It's so good for you to come in today. It's good to see you. Thank you, Doc. So I'm excited to get this uh, thermal imaging scan, but before we do that, I want to learn a little bit more about your medical history. Tell me, you know, when this all started, these symptoms that you had. Early August of this year, I um, my legs started swelling. I was getting a lot of pain from the crotch area all the way down to the ankle. They did a Doppler on it, and I had several clots in my leg. Oh, wow. So I was transported to the hospital, and uh, they confirmed that and also that I had a clot in my lungs. So you went into the hospital. They put you on a blood thinner, presumably. 
yes, I got put on uh, Eloquis when I was being released. And uh, come to find out, the Eloquis did not work for me. Okay. And did, did they let you know that that is extremely rare? Every doctor I saw said it was extremely rare. Which side did you get the shot in? Which arm? I think it was both. Do you think it could have been the left for both of them? Because you got two, right? Yeah, it could have been the left. Because the left arm definitely looked um, much, it had a much higher thermal signal than the right. Yeah, so we can see the left side of his face uh, has a much stronger thermal image, and then the white is also extremely hot. And this is in the area of the uh, pre and post auricular lymphadenopathy chain. Um, and then the tonsillar is also very well lit up, submandibular, submental. The left side was the one where he has confirmed clots. The right side here is showing um, significant issues with the vascular system. So I would recommend referring for an ultrasound of the lower extremities bilaterally to rule out any kind of new clotting or venous obstructions. Hello. Hi, Michelle. This is uh, Nick and Matthew. How are you? I'm good. So before the vaccines came out, there were one to two fetal demises every two or three months. You would see one. I finally had enough when I got this email the other day. It said that there was a record number of fetal demises and that there were 22 of them in one month. And in this email, it said that it's projected to increase each month. The fetal demise in mothers, gestational mothers, in that 22 to 26 week period, uh, I, I had a run of that in my funeral home. Um, and five of the six were vaccinated. The other had remdesivir and uh, they all lost their infants. We're just seeing a fridge full of babies, but we're not actually doing the funeral. So that's... Um, it's a mystery to me as to where where these babies are, are going. So are you saying there's more fetuses in the refrigerators now than there was prior to 2021? Yeah, I'm saying there's more fetuses now in, in, in the refrigerator than I've seen ever before. I've been doing high-risk obstetrics for 43 years. I see a vast number of patients a year. Uh, I don't know of any other maternal fetal medicine physician in this country that sees as many patients as I do by ultrasound. At one point in time this year, I was on track to see 9,000, 9,000 high-risk OB ultrasounds. So I, I know what's going on and I've seen death and destruction like I've never seen before. The stillbirth rate is measured in terms of live births per thousand. And really it's come down in my career from about 10 to about almost 5.8 or 6. Now let's go to 2021 and look at the stillbirth rate for Michelle's. This is horrifying. But if you take this death figure and you look at that rate at 29.3, that's sigma that you're looking at is 40 plus sigma standard deviation. Let that sink in.
This is from Waterloo, Canada. 83 stillbirths, about 4,000 deliveries. That exact same thing you saw with Michelle's. If that weren't bad enough, look at this. I couldn't even put it. There were 13 dead fetuses in one 24-hour period. One 24-hour period. 1,200-fold increases in menstrual abnormalities. And then when we get into pregnancy, we're looking at a substantial increase in miscarriages, in birth defects, a substantial risk of fetal cardiac arrhythmia, fetal cardiac malformations, significant fetal growth slowing, significant reduction in amniotic fluid, fetal cardiac arrest. Are you saying babies are having heart attacks in the womb? Yes. The vaccine causes a significant inflammatory effect. Three different safety monitoring systems. Again, they found no significant safety signals for the mother or for the fetus, because we have to remember in obstetrics, we're dealing with two patients. So no increased risks to be vaccinated while pregnant. Anything that causes inflammation in my business, in my area of expertise, causes damage injury, death, and destruction in pregnancy. We've known that for half a century. On March 1st, the FDA released the first round of thousands of pages of data submitted by Pfizer for review of their COVID-19 vaccine. It's the 5.3.6 post-marketing analysis of the adverse events in which they outlined that 83% of all pregnant women who got vaccinated ended up with a dead baby. They had 270 pregnancies. They could not account for what happened to 238 of those pregnancies. In the remaining pregnancies resulted in a dead baby. And they only had one normal outcome. And originally the documents were going to take 55 years to be released, but because of a court order, we'll get all of the documents by year's end. Thank you for the floor, Mr. President. Honorable National Assembly, in January this year, something happened that has not happened for decades. The birth rate fell by 20% compared to the same period last year. Choba Gitot, a researcher at the KRTK Institute of Economics, points out that this drastic decline came just nine months after the COVID mass vaccinations began in Hungary. Now, I will say, a friend of mine, she just told me this the other day, her mother had volunteered at the hospital prior to COVID. So they called her and said, hey, would you come back in and volunteer? And she volunteered obstetrics, right, babies. So she said, yeah, all right. So they retrained her. And then they called her back and said, um, I guess there's no point in you coming in. We're not having any babies born. I never pass up an opportunity when I see a newborn baby. I stop and I drink it in. because my heart aches to think that seeing a newborn baby may become one of the rarest things. And, and I want to be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but so many people have taken this. There's nothing as close to seeing the face of God as seeing a newborn. And you have just evil that is, is 
destroying them. And 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 my heart hurts for God. Like you could give people all of this. And they would use their time, energy, and talents to try and destroy it. What the last two years has taught me is taught me that there is a pure evil in this world. A pure evil that has no respect um, for any of us. Where I can tell you we are regarded um, in much the same way as livestock. We were trained that the one thing that prevented adversaries from deploying bioweapons was that in order for them to have a strategic impact, our enemy would have to have a delivery mechanism that would allow them to expose a large enough population of people in a short enough period of time before the people knew they were being attacked. Dispersion in the air would be cumbersome and ineffective given UV light dispersion wind patterns and that there are generally not significantly large enough numbers of people outside concentrated in a small area. Likewise, attempting to put them in water would have limited effectiveness because of dilution, degradation from chloride, etc. But what if? What if hundreds of millions of people would willingly or under the duress of fear allow themselves to be injected with a bioweapon? What if global mass vaccination could be accomplished in a short period of time by applying relentless coercion tactics and psychological operations to demoralize people into submission? It's my professional medical opinion that this is a bioweapon and that this was a bioweapon unleashed against humanity with the intent to depopulate um, and control the population of the world. But basically, it's achieving its goal. If, if the goal was to reduce the world's population, it's working. This has been well planned. This is Agenda 2030. This is the Great Reset. This is what it's all about, you know. So one of the hardest things, um, knowing what I know, was, was accepting that people are going to die because they're just not going to believe it. We have to be the plan. And that means that each person in this room, viewing this broadcast, replaying this broadcast, each one of you has a purpose. Each one of you has a critical God-given role. And so if you are quiet or apathetic or complacent, you have to stand before God and you have to answer for that. I can put out a warning to all the people that are in the military right now, officers who are in, responsible for everything that happens or fails to happen with their troops. If you don't stand in the gap, you're complicit in this crime. If we, the only way we're going to save our lives is by together, clubbing together to do it. That's, that's our strength. And this is probably um, the most biblical world event that uh, anyone could ever imagine. It's World War Three. This is a spiritual war of good against evil. And I just hope that Matt, there's enough good in the world that we can rally together to defeat it. Because if we don't, these monsters will destroy humanity. Dance, baby, dance like the world is ending. Dance, baby, dance like the world is ending. Dance, baby, dance because the world is ending. 
Dance, baby, dance like the world is ending. Dance, baby, dance like the world is ending. Dance, baby, dance because the world is ending. Get vaccinated. It's incredibly effective, but the truth is, not enough people are getting it. We've got to change that so we can all have a safe and healthy holiday season. not getting vaccines, who are believing the lies internet instead of science, it's time to start shaming them. If you refuse to be vaccinated, you shouldn't get the same rights as people who've been vaccinated. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. When are we going to stop putting up with the idiots in this country and just say, you now, it's mandatory to get vaccinated? Them, f their freedom. I want my freedom to live. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Because once you're dead, then that's a bit too late. <laughs> Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. What'd y'all think? Yeah. Let that sink in for a minute. Because. <clears throat> I'm disappointed in Dolly Parton. I have to say that. I'm not surprised. I'm not either. Um, Think about this, and this is, you, you, you take all of you, what you just heard, and actually, I, I, I think it was very good. Very, yes. very good. Yep. Um, I give Stu Peters this. He, he's finally there. He's there. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's he been there. He gets it. Yeah. Oh, he gets it. Absolutely. This is now, he realizes that this is just isn't about, this cannot just be about the American presidency. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I think Stu finally had a fucking epiphany. 
and put two, three, and four together and realized, holy fucking shit, there's a lot of bad shit out there. There, there is. There's a lot of bad shit out there. I mean, think about it. Fuck it. Is that was that Kimmel? That was up was up there on the fucking stage. That was ranting and raving, carrying on at the end there uh, during the credits. Mm-hmm. I think so. Remember that motherfucker. Remember what he fucking said. Remember that fucking piece of shit, fucking geriatric radio broadcast show host Howard Stern. Don't ever fucking forget them. Those are the pieces of shit that will come. Come on. I didn't know any better, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. You know, motherfucker. I I was thinking about that because because I I truly do believe Stu Peters is a a deep state plant, Michelle. And the question is, why? Why would they plant someone and have them release all of this information? Right? Why? Same reason they put movies out there. Because they have to tell you what's going on in order to be absolved of guilt on their side. We, we, you, I mean, this information was readily available. I honestly, I mean, everything that they've talked about in that movie, we've talked about before. We have talked about every single, the, the, the blood clots are, are, scary and new and that's coming up now but the declining birth rates we've talked about yep. the depopulation agenda we've talked about microclots we've talked about and we've we've, we've, we've discussed talked about all, all of, of this yep. all of this information has been available it's been suppressed it's been censored but i mean if you knew if, where to look we I, could find it if i could find it you could find it Stu peters though has a, a much bigger, but it's one thing for us to talk about it. It was one thing for us to talk about it in uh, December of 2020 when we had a hundred listeners, you know, and, and we were doing one show a week. No one fucking listened to us. It's another thing for Stu Peters who jumped onto the scene with a, a, million, a million strong viewership right and, um, you know, and, a, and a, his own big platform and all yep. that. It's another thing for him to talk about it because now it's really, it's, it's bringing it more into the public forefront and so. realize too when Stu peters jumped on the scene he had studios on the east coast and the mm-hmm. west coast yeah and where does that come from where does that money yeah come from? where does where, where do you all of a sudden unless you're coming from daddy warbucks no i i, I don't think so get the fuck out of here however uh, in the beginning before we played the movie i prefaced that there were a couple issues with it i'm gonna go into that um so this comes from the uh jack and apes Substack which actually I hadn't read previously, uh, but I found it um, through Sage Hannah's Substack. She is a, a very, she's a way of cutting through the bullshit and just laying it out there. I like her. Anyway, um, so this is uh, titled Died Suddenly is Typical Trash from Stu Peters. That's from this Jack and Ape Substack. Okay. And, and I agree with some of what he says. I disagree with other things. Uh, so for example, the coverage of the DMED data, the military database, and mind you, we've, we've had Tom runs on here multiple times. And I'm actually, now I really want to get him back on here again, because I want to talk to him about this. So 
I've actually spoken. We've actually spoken about this. Mm-hmm. About the demon data, yep. yes. But I want to bring this to his attention. So according to this, so um, Matthew Crawford looked into the DMED data and discovered that the original whistleblowers had made a simple mistake in comparing 2021 with previous years. What they essentially did is to count every office visit instead of every diagnosis. So if you were newly diagnosed with myocarditis, every visit you had with the military health system was added up and compared to how many individuals had been diagnosed with myocarditis in previous years. Okay. That's the gist of it, which looking at it from an outside perspective, because the DMED, the DMED data is uh, private, there's, there's no... There's really no way to tell, you know, it, this soldier went here and this, sol- this soldier went there. It's, it's, you know, all of that is, is redacted. It's just numbers. It's just data. So that could be an easy mistake to make. However, <clears throat> this means that although there was a sizable increase in many different health diagnoses, it was not nearly as large as those whistleblowers thought. And that Tom Renz brought to people's attention with his testimony at the second opinion hearing by Senator Ron Johnson, which appeared in the movie. Okay. So that's kind of a simplified thing. And I, I'd like to know if Tom Renz is aware of that, if, if that's been proven true or false. I don't know. Again, I'm not really familiar with the subsect. Um, it just came from another subsect that I am familiar with. So anyway, uh, but he goes on. The weirdest thing is that none of the people involved in this, involved in bringing the DMED scandal to light have shown the slightest interest in correcting these mistakes. So the falsehoods continue, continue to be repeated and now amplified by Stu Peters. So my question is, are they aware that apparently the DMED data, that it was, that there was an error in the calculations? That's what I want to know, right? I want to know if, if there was really an error in the calculations and if the people who brought these whistleblowers forward are aware of that. That's all I want to know. I'm going to find out. Anyway, Number two, declining birth rates in Australia. So yes, we, that, that graph that they showed there about the birth rates and it was, I mean, it was low. It was, you know, 20, 30% and all all the way across. And then you got to Australia and it went down 70%. And that was stunning. I mean, that shocked me like, holy shit. But again, I mean, a 20% decrease in birth rates across the world is that in and of itself is should be shocking when you see that 70% though, for me, that would have raised a red flag for me. I would have been like, whoa, 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 that doesn't seem right. There's something off about that. Stu Peters people apparently didn't think that, but other people did. So yes, birth rates in most parts of the world have declined significantly in late 2021 and especially 2022. And in many cases can be tied to the rollout of the COVID jabs. Um, however, one graph shown in the movie displays statistics for several countries, including a massive decline in birth rates for Australia that sticks out like a sore thumb. Turns out that that huge decline is simply due to a reporting problem where the number of births from December, 2021 are hugely undercounted when the official statistics are released and then generally not updated until much later. So that huge decrease shown on the movie is just plain wrong. I, I, apparently Australia has an end of the year reporting problem in births. Um, they, they released their final numbers without December being included. I don't know what it is, but they're saying, and actually on, uh, Dr. Jessica Rose as well, who I follow pretty closely. She actually did a 
great article or a great interview with uh, Whitney Webb on um, children's health defense today, this morning. Um, she, she actually backed that up and, and said, um, yes, the, the Australian Bureau of Statistics, uh, she reached out to them and, and that is true. That is an underreporting problem. So that declining birth rate in Australia that you saw of 60% was not correct. It's actually closer to 25, 30% as it is across the rest of the world. Okay. But as it showed in the video, <laughs> if we go back to it, it has an asterisk next to each number mm-hmm. and that 70%, mm-hmm. it goes down there and yeah, it's got an asterisk next to it. So I get, it, could, I, it could have been when they pulled it, that mm-hmm. might've been the number they pulled for the uh, video. I Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I get that. And, and I get the asterisk next to it, but why didn't they reach out to the Bureau of Australian Bureau of Statistics like Dr. Jessica Rose did? I'm, I'm just saying, or not include it if it. So, but so, so then they go back and they, fix the Australian numbers for Australia. They include, uh, um, what I'm saying is they included that incorrect data for the drama. Okay. Okay. Well, so whether they knew it was incorrect at the time or not, for me, it would have raised a red flag. Like, whoa, that doesn't seem right. They did it for the drama because Stu Peters, we know he's, he is, he, he's the leader of fear mongering on our side. I'm a, Damn close third, but, uh, you know, he, he does, he does lead the fear mongering parade on our side. So, um, and then, uh, let's see, honestly, this is nitpicky, the incredibly high miscarriage rate in the Pfizer report to the FDA. We've been through this, um, because it, it honestly depends on how you interpret the data. So I'm not even going to go into that really, um, cause we've seen it both ways. They were not supposed to be giving jabs to pregnant women. That's why they, that's why they didn't keep up with so many of them because they didn't know that those women were pregnant because in the initial trials, they weren't testing on pregnant women at all. So there were 30 something that reported that they were pregnant and they did follow up with them. Um, there were 270 or whatever that they heard down the pipeline later that were pregnant, but they did not get the outcomes of those. This guy's saying that it, that that data is incorrect because um, that that 86% is incorrect because because uh, they didn't follow the entire set of women, the entire set of 300, but they did follow the 30 and basically all but one lost their baby. So um, <clears throat> uh, that's, I'm, I'm not, I'm really not putting a lot of stock in that one. Um, because we have seen such a, a high increase of miscarriages across across the board, and including in the DMED data. And even if they compiled the DMED data with that error, when you have a miscarriage, honestly, um, it, you don't have like continual follow up visits like you do with myocarditis. Like you go once, that's it. They confirm you had a miscarriage, and unless you have serious like bleeding issues which might be possible with the jab. Um, it's, that's kind of a, it's a one and done deal. So I would think that data coming out of DMED would be relatively accurate for the miscarriage rate. Um, and then he says the depopulation agenda was, was a, a shill thing in there. And that's fucking bullshit because we know that the depopulation agenda is real. He talks about how Bill Gates saying that, you know, giving vaccines will de- 
decrease the population by 10 to 15% because if you increase the health of living children, people have fewer babies in third world countries. That's actually not true. So, um, yeah, if, if more of their babies live, then they have fewer babies, right? If they expect more of their babies to live, then they have fewer babies overall, like we do here. Folks. Uh, and that's bullshit. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. First, first of all, my fucking head hurts now. Cause that would take three generations to prove for people to feel confident enough that their babies were going to live for them to have fewer babies. So you can't say that I'm, that's, that's bullshit. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so that's, that's the, that's the, the against stupiders. Uh, there's also, a, there was the other thing that bothered me and this came from, there was a doctor that came out, um, and he's not a, not a pathologist, not an embalmer, not a, he doesn't do autopsies. He's probably never done an autopsy or even seen an autopsy. And he's trying to say that those, those clots were like, uh, were postmortem clots were standard postmortem clots. Okay. No, that's not true. Otherwise you wouldn't have embalmers of, you know, 12 to 50 years saying, I've never seen anything like this before. No, you, you, whatever you stupid fucking, you know, liberal Twitter doctor can go fuck off. But the one nugget of information in there that, that was seemingly accurate, uh, that one little clip that to play in the movie where they're removing a blood clot from a beating heart. Right. And they don't, they don't give any context to that one little scene, that one little clip. Right. Because when they're, they're pulling the clots out of the cadavers, they talk about it. They're, they're going to film it. And the, the cadavers have never been, you know, uh, they're fresh, right? Nothing's been done. They've not been altered or anything like that. Like they are filming this raw, but they show that one clip of the blood clot coming out of the beating heart with no context. Apparently that is from, that's a YouTube clip from like six years ago. So why the fuck would they include that in the movie for drama? But it detracts from the validity of the blood clots coming out now when you see that, like, I mean, just why, why, why that really bothered me. That one clip of the beating heart with a blood clot coming out. I'm like, why, why, why? Like give it some context. Tell me what I'm looking at. Tell me why you put it in the movie. Tell me if this is from, you know, this is recent, uh, you know, where this came from. Like you got, you got to give me some context well, from it. And when you find out that it was from prior to the rollout of the COVID vaccination, I think it, it detracts from that. That might be true. And I'm, I, I do agree with you. I mean, it might be the context is this is what a normal blood clot mm -hmm. being removed from the body is then and then they that. go right into the removal of a blood clot from a mm -hmm. dead body that is just freaking enormous yeah then tell me that because i i it's so fast like I, I, you don't really know if you're looking at something different or something not right so anyway um <clears throat> i i i did i i i liked I did like the contrast. Uh, I did like the, uh, you watch the spin of death and that is all accurate. And she goes, yeah, why, why, why are they all spinning when you have a stroke? All right. And it affects one side of your brain. 
the fatal one, all right, which is normally the left side of your brain. When you catch that one and that kills you, you do that little spin where you kind of start looking and your body starts tensing up and you start reaching around and whoa, good night. You're down. It's over. And even if you're not standing up, even if you're sitting down, doesn't matter. You start to spin. Your eyes start to. It's freaky looking. Your whole body just shuts down and it's automatic. Boom. Mm -hmm. And it's like that vessel popped right in the middle of your brain. Boom. You're dead. And however, and that's another thing, one or two of those clips of people spinning were again, prior to even prior to COVID. Yeah. Prior to the rollout of the vaccines. Yep. So they weren't doing either. They weren't doing their homework or again, if you're, I mean, that to me shows that knowing that shows that you're absolutely right. It was a stroke and that's a, that's a natural reaction. So the people that are saying that, you know, 5g is causing them to do that or whatever it is, that's, um, I, I love y'all's conspiracy minds, but it, it is a natural stroke. Um, but again, give me some context. This is what happens when you have a stroke. You know, this is rare. You see this, you know, it's a one in a million thing. Someone passed dying on the street from a stroke, but this is what it looks like. And then we have all of these that have happened in the past year and a half. You remember, um, and this is a bad example, but it's a bad example in a good way. You remember, what was that freaking, uh, the Mission Impossible? What was the Mission Impossible where they had the crap jammed up their nose and it was implanted in their brain? It was like a small explosive device. And remember when he hit it, like the oh, yeah, eyeballs They stuck it went, in his wife or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and like their eyeballs went. Whoop. His hot wife that's like two feet taller than he is. Yeah. So, and that's why they had to be divorced or whatever at Uh the end. Anyway, whatever. So remember how their eyeballs all went and they all kind of did that little thing. That's the same type of thing, the same type of thing you're watching. Um, And I, I don't know. I, I, I thought that was good because yeah. What are we talking about now? What are we, what are we, what are we having a conversation about now? Now we're having a conversation about it. Now we're explaining it. I, I don't, I don't think that's real bad. No, I agree. I mean, it still causes you to go do your own research. Mm-hmm. Um, Freedom Well just commented on Rumble. I like it a lot. Let me, I'm going to read it to y'all. Uh, insist on an autopsy with your county coroner if your vax relative dies suddenly. Laws vary by state, but usually they don't do an autopsy if the death, ap- if the death appears natural and the media is gaslighting everyone to make it seem like died suddenly is natural. If you can convince your county coroner or medical examiner that death is suspicious in some states, they have to do an autopsy. On top of that, some coroners have discretion to order an autopsy even if the death is not considered suspicious. The autopsy itself should be done by a forensic pathologist. It's his or her report you want as evidence. If your county coroner refuses, is compromised, 
or it's a rural county without a forensic pathologist, you can pay out of pocket to have a private forensic pathologist do an autopsy. We need evidence in the system wants to literally bury the evidence. If you got the vax jab, do your loved ones a favor. Sign an affidavit saying you've received the vaccine, specifically what brand, Pfizer, Moderna, Novavax, etc. The date or dates you received it, any other details you can recall, such as place and administering physician or medical personnel. Try to get a copy of your medical records. Include a statement you believe you've been harmed and poisoned by the vaccine. Include statements in case of sudden death you want an autopsy done and your desire for the police to be called to report a potential poisoning. Update your estate planning documents such as advanced medical directives and or wills to say the same. That is excellent advice. Actually, very, very, very yes, good. Right that, uh, you obviously know what, what you're talking about. Yes. So thank you um, for that. I agree. That <clears throat> almost sounds like you might be a lawyer and uh, we appreciate more advice like that. That yeah, is freaking outstanding. Or yep. you work with a lawyer or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or you stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last <laughs> night, which might be the case too. Which, if it is, mm -hmm. good on you, sir. Good on you. However, uh, now, now this is this is hysterical, but it's 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 all our fault. Well, not yours, because because you got the chat, but it's all my fault. Okay, all right. From biomedicine, from Raymond D. Palmer. COVID-19 vaccines and the misinterpretation of perceived side effects, clarity on the safety of vaccines. Okay. What does this say? Hmm. Interesting. A mini review of published literature has been conducted and found that mental stress clearly causes vasoconstriction and arterial constriction of the blood vessels. Therefore, if subjects are panicked, concerned, stressed, or scared of the vaccination, their arteries will constrict and become smaller in and around the time of receiving the vaccine. This biological mechanism, the constriction of veins, arteries, and vessels under mental stress, is the most likely cause for where there has been blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting, blurred vision, loss of smell, and taste that may have been experienced shortly after vaccine administration. The extreme mental stress of the patient could most likely be attributed to the fear-mongering and scare tactics used by various anti-vaccination groups. Okay. Well, I, I think I got an answer to that. <laughs> Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> It does kind of go along with my theory, though, that the more people we we wake up to the dangers, <laughs> dangers of vaccination, that um, like as they realize that they're gonna die, they give up hope and then they die. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Okay, but apparently, apparently our fear-mongering got through to people that you wouldn't expect. Who? Uh, Dr. Almira Oveda Fuller. She was a major advocate of the COVID vaccine for pediatric use. She worked tirelessly to combat vaccine hesitancy. She was actually a member of the FDA panel who voted for the COVID vaccine emergency use Authorization? Didn't she die? Yeah, she died suddenly. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. Died suddenly last week. 67 years old. Passed away after a short illness. Shit. 
Wonder how many shots she had. I wonder if she was. I, I she, bet. I, she, I we, bet I, she would be considered vaccinated. Uh, well, I would. I would. I would think so. Some of the things that she said. Here we go. Um, Michigan. She told Michigan, Michigan Daily why she voted to recommend it for children. She said, based on the data that was presented for the clinical trials with five to eleven year olds, as well as the rollout effects of the Pfizer, Pfizer vaccine over the last ten months in millions of people, the benefits seem to far outweigh the risk. So I voted yes to make that available as something that parents can choose to have their children vaccinated can do. My opinion was not so much to make it mandatory, but to make it accessible. <laughs> wait, wait. She also. She also. Said said uh, she tweeted from pandemic to endemic SARS-CoV-2 will require wise decisions by leaders and each person required vaccines have stopped or reduced many illnesses, polio, measles, mumps, pertussis, chickenpox, smallpox, influenza. We must add COVID-19 to the list. Mm. She also uh, targeted vaccine hesitancy in minority com communities, which she complained had a low participation rate. She was black. She wanted more of her people to die with her. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, she said, yes, all three are effective. Mayor's Friday press release explains that Detroit will use all three vaccines. Looking forward to study results on duration for immune protection from first COVID vaccine. Important since fully vaccinated as a major tool in the toolkit to crush or at least manage coexistence with low COVID levels. So, it, you know, it, it was really funny. I, it was, I is forgot. That, is that considered karma or irony or is it both? Both. All um, right. Ironic karma ironic. or, kar or kar karmic irony? Karmic irony, I think. I think okay. that would be the better way to explain it. <laughs> All right. But really quick, I, it was, I was driving around today and, uh, you know, it's Friday and of course, you know, everybody's. And you went to work. Still, everybody's off. Oh, from, no, you did take off yesterday, so. Everybody's off for, you know, Thanksgiving weekend, whatnot, and everybody's, you know, driving around doing whatever, doing this Black Friday shopping and all that craziness. So I'm out there, I'm, you know, there's not normally any podcasts today, so I didn't have half as many to listen to, which is perfect. I got through most of them pretty quick. And then I was listening to the local radio programming and it was like morning shows, you know, holy shit. Have you listened to broadcast radio network like programming? No. Whole, no. I was like, we just snapped back to 1991. It's like all the sound effects. Whoa, 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 whoa. All that fucking crazy fake crap. I didn't listen to it. In oh, my there, but okay. God, I couldn't believe it. It was like 30 second tidbits <clears throat> of nothing but like stupidity. Some woman called in. She goes... She was telling, calling this radio show about how she was calling her or telling her cousin that she's not coming to her wedding because she doesn't want to travel because of how expensive it is. And it's like a destination wedding, this, that, the other thing. And she's got COVID. And then she says, right on the air. Oh, I'm fully vaccinated. I mean, I, I got both my shots and my booster and I got my next booster planned for next week. I mean, I'm still fully vaccinated. But she has COVID right now and she's getting no, a booster next no, week? No, she says she's trying to say that she has COVID to uh, get out of going to the wedding. Oh, well, that's super wedding. easy. Everyone knows you get COVID when you get, I mean, right after your booster. So I was just like. Hello. I, I just listening to that. I was sitting there going, there's people like openly admitting that. And yet 
they're going to be the ones that come looking one day for. Oh, forgive me. You, you know, I I gotta say, there's a lot of people out there right now going. I I don't believe them, and there's some numbers I don't believe. Like we talked about the numbers out of New York on Wednesday, like where they're saying 99 percent of their population is vaccinated, but only 70 percent of their black population is vaccinated. So I don't so know how they that get possible? that. However, you know, there's like some people that are like, I I, I think only like 30 percent of the country is vaccinated. I I I'm calling bullshit on that. Right? We went to Thanksgiving dinner last night, and and I'm I'm looking around. And I'm just thinking, just, just, and I didn't say anything. I'm thinking to myself, right? It was, so it was the four of us plus my parents, mm-hmm. your best friend, mm-hmm. my cousin and her daughter, yep. my other cousin and his husband yep. and my aunt. Yeah. So there's 12 of us uh-huh. and her friend. So there's uh-huh. 13 of us. Uh-huh. Am I missing it? Oh, and then my other cousin. Uh-huh. So 14 of us. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, of all of that, the only ones that were not vaccinated were myself, my mom, and the two boys, our two boys. So four out of 14. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, we're probably 70, 75% vaccinated across the country. Just, I mean, just pulling a sampling like that. Well, then the question becomes, what's your definition of vaccination? Well, uh, two two shots. I mean, just I'd say probably 70, 75 percent of the country. Now I would say three shots. shots. Now I would say three shots. Oh, well. And I don't know how many have gotten three shots, but I'm um, just saying. I know. I know a lot of people have gotten four. I know. I mean, I know. Like I know but, a lot of people are on uh, four. Some people are going to five. Yeah. Talking about going to get five. I mean, that's fucking crazy. You lost your fucking mind. I'm just, I just put a fucking bull he in your head. You talked about it last night, you numb nuts. Who? My dad? Yeah. My dad's going to get number five? Yeah. He already got number four? Yeah. Oh, fucking it. Well, you know what? He's just, I mean, he's addicted. I don't know what to say. Seriously. These people have lost their fucking minds. Oh, my God. I just. Don't even know what to say to these you days. You know, after after shot number five, like five months later, she's going to be moving in with us. You know that, right? You, you know she'll be able to live on her own. You know that, right? <laughs> just holy shit. I mean, why? Why are we? We're just so willing. Oh, well, I, you know, the excuse of, well, I trust the government. <laughs> that goes about as far as a fart in church. So it... it its effective range is nothing. You notice he didn't say anything about that within my hearing. And what? nothing about getting shots or boosters. Like, no, 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 not, no, no, like no. he didn't say any, not anywhere where I could hear. No, no he way. Barely even said it where I could hear. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he did. No, I, he didn't expect me to come walking <laughs> through the door. I'm sure at the time, but oh, yeah, it was one of those, I gotcha. but I can tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying this is, you know, oh, I, no, 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 no drama last night. We had Don't two turkeys. So, yeah, there was no drama. Actually, I was very proud of you, babe. He went, I, I brought the weed. So we, I made sure he said really high the whole way through. It was really, really, really stoned. <laughs> yeah, the whole way through. It was great. Um, and my cousins don't care. They all used to smoke. Um, my older cousin introduced me to it and then I introduced her younger brother to it. So, you know, whatever. It stays in the family. Um. Yeah, I, 
don't know. Mixed dates don't. I know. But I, I did, I did start kind of gently bringing up, you know, some numbers to my cousins and, uh, this one though, they were shocked. Me. <laughs> what? This one. No, no, no. She yells at me. She says, Oh, you're such an asshole. You always bring the shit up. You go over there. You just feel like you got to make a fight. Blah, 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 blah. This is the bullshit. I get all the way home. What? Okay. Then I, I go out. I don't fucking, I'm, I'm like a damn water walker, folks. <laughs> I can tell you right now, this son of a bitch walked right across the water. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I was moonwalking. It was fucking sweet. Yes. And this one, I'm going to drive numbers here. Let me repel a bunch more of you. And then I'm going to get accused. I'm going to get blamed. Nope. It's going to be my fault. Nope. Bullshit. No, they, they know those is. numbers come out of me. It's all good. Ah. They were shocked to hear that 12 people in our neighborhood have died since we moved in. <laughs> they were like, what'd they die from? And I was like, the vaccine. They were like, what? And I was like, you know, heart attack, stroke, some cancer, the vaccine. And let me tell you something. When her mom catches wind (laughs) that some shit was going on like that in her presence. No, my mom's right there. My mom knows too. Fucking blown the fuck up. No way. My mom's right there with me. My mom, my mom gets the numbers. I'm just saying folks. It was after dinner. It was, it was, outside while we were all hanging out so yeah. It's, yeah. it's all good but it was a nice dinner a lot of food my uh my younger cousin actually is a hell of a chef so he's been co- he was cooking for two days yeah i i gave him a bunch food. of shit though and i told him the next time um because he does happen to be the gay one. I said, uh, "Hey, look, you he's, guys." He's I said, tall. He's I said, "Gorgeous." You he's guys, incredibly smart. He's an amazing cook. Stop. Of course, he's gay. I said, "You guys are far too gay to ever deep fry a fucking turkey again." The next time you want to fucking deep fry a turkey, you have to ask someone a little bit more hetero than yourselves. <laughs> he's just like. What? I was like, well, where's the injectable marinade? Where's the rub? If you're not going to fucking do anything else, did you brine it? What'd you do to it? Nothing. Took it out of the bag. I just took it out of the bag. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was like, people, let me tell you something. Everybody's saying, I couldn't tell the difference. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. You had sawdust and you had the shit that came out of the fucking oven, which was pretty good. Just saying. It was almost like jer- jerky. No, I could not believe it. The, the fried no, turkey? No, fried the, turkey. The dark meat was good. I, it, the chewy, dark meat, babe. The dark chewy. meat was good. Well, I, was, I was fine with it. Anyway. I'm just saying. Well, I just told them. I was like, I look, will say, I next went, time, just ask me, yeah. and I will handle that. Yes. Don't um, worry about it. Yes. Well, you, you'll have your, your chance, because I went to Kroger today, because uh, just like I knew it would be, it was... 49 cents a pound for turkey instead of it was a dollar 99 a pound yesterday and today it was or two days ago and today it was 49 cents a pound so i bought two of those bitches i bought two like 19 pound turkeys are in the freezer i'll probably go get another one tomorrow for us to cook so anyway because we can get a lot of leftovers and i like turkey so all right it's good well, shit <laughs> sweet 40 pounds of meat goes a long way when you're starving uh, yeah, but anyway, and turkeys can actually stay in your freezer for up to two years. It was quite comical. Um, either way, so. still a very good dinner. Yeah, 
Just had a little extra gravy on that part. <laughs> it was good. He was like, what do I do with the giblets? Should I put the giblets in? Fuck yeah, you should put the giblets in. Uh, yeah. Oh, who is that? Fucking. Uh, who was putting the. Who My was cousin. That no, 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 no. It was on our channel, on our, our telegram. Oh, what do you do with the giblets? Um, and, yeah. With, who with was the that? neck and the giblets? Yeah. yeah well, you make fucking, the gravy yeah, out of it. That's the best dude, shit. Oh, my God. The oh, giblets yeah. is chunky gravy. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. It's good yep. You work it into the gravy. Good shit. Cook it at a low simmer. Trust mm -hmm. me. Yep. Works fucking. Comes yep. out great. And I will say. Um, for the neck. You can boil the neck down and then give the neck to the dogs. Your yeah. dogs will love it. Um, the uh, For those of you that uh, signed up for my Substack, which is patriotpartypod.substack.com, um, I did send out my Irish cream recipe yesterday as well. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. You, so. got, a, you got a little treat, mm -hmm. a Thanksgiving treat. Mm-hmm. Yep, I sent it out in the morning too. So I was like, so hopefully y'all yeah. can get <laughs> out there, get all the shit together, and then get hammered. Because it only takes like five minutes to make. Honestly, it's super easy. It's so easy. So there you go. And if you sign up for the Substack now, you can still get that. Because we'll be doing a recap of every show every night. And there you go. And then I'll, on Saturday, I'll put out a, a like what we what we pulled but didn't get to cover. So like an outtakes. Kind of thing. Yeah, I forgot what that was. Uh, the back brief. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're going to call yeah, the back it. Brief. That's going to be yes. the back brief. Yes, instead of the review, it'll be the back brief. So, it'll be all the stuff. I know you signed up. Thank you. So. It'll be all the stuff that you guys didn't get to see. So, if we Jeff didn't. Jeff Griffin, I think you signed up for the subsect, so it should be in there. It's the if, one that it, says uh, Happy Thanksgiving from the Patriot Party podcast. If it's anything that. Um, if it's something that we wanted to cover that we didn't get to, it'll be included there. Yeah. Um, because there's a there's a ton of clips that we just don't we pull to. them we mm -hmm. just don't get to them. Yeah. Um, we get stuck on a topic or something else is getting big or something else pops off. There's a bunch of shit we've had like that, so mm -hmm. it's a good place for it. Yep. Either way. Anyway. All right. So. All right. Um, but this, this is, this is interesting. You know, they did talk a bit about the world economic forum and, um, Noah, Yavel Harari, um, who, who may also actually be the antichrist. Anyhow, um, Def Griffin, check your email. Cause it goes to your email. It's not just on the app. Um, but, uh, this, this was a, a quite a, quite an interesting little, uh, Ain't little interview. Let's, let's see, let's see what good old Klaus Schwab has to say. It's a novel interview. <laughs> novel one. Um, mm. Novel, yeah. he said. He was, you know, trying to run the world. Yeah. One, one time at... Oh, no. Well, this is so we have to define how the world should look like, which we want to come out of this transformation period. Mm. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years. I think it's um, a role model for many countries, but I think also uh, we should leave it to each country uh, to make its own decision what system it wants to adapt. And I think we should be very careful in imposing systems. But the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries. Yeah. The Chinese model is quite, quite an, attractive an attractive model. Interesting, because, uh, you know, China China's in full lockdown. Like, I mean, full, Again. full, full, Again. full. Like, they, they have zero COVID tolerance. Um, 
it's they're like back, they're it's back like to saying beating people down in the street oh, oh yeah like straight up people are riding and they're beating them down and it's craziness um but uh they have a record number of COVID cases in China right now, like 30,000. Yeah. The outbreak is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. How, how it those, just started how, how another those... manufacturing city too, which is weird. Um, another one with a weird laboratory that's somewhere located center of it. Oh, no. I thought that was a concentration camp. No. Or no. In, internment camps. This one? This newest the big, one? The big thing, the big city they're building in China? Like, no, 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 like no, 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 no. This, this, this new blow up, it happened at a, uh, it's at another city. It's at a, it's at another sh big shipping industrial city hmm. and uh, very odd, has a very weird laboratory hmm. somewhere located. And uh, suppose in the NIAB found that too. I, I don't know, but supposedly hmm. nobody had been sick before there. Hmm. So like patient zero is there. Excellent. Of this newest outbreak of COVID, which is odd. This lab is right there. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, interesting. Mm. Um, they, they also, uh, did they mention the new world order in the movie? I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't hear that. You know, they, however, they don't really talk too much about them. New world. You know, cause and, they're shills. So they don't want to die. That's they're true. They're scared of that's that. That's true. The NWO um, holds some fucking shit mm. against people. But well, this, this is, go ahead and play this because you know they they say that the new world order is a conspiracy theory right they do they do oh they do well they, i mean they talk about it all the time well i mean the new world order and, and, one, and one breath they, they're like oh let's, let's let's move forward till the new world order but that's that's just a conspiracy theory so anyway come on it's a mixing you're gonna have that on those big jobs you know you can have that it's conspiracy it's theory. so interesting it's conspiracy anyway. complete for our this is 2015 by the way today. and the subject is 2015 the new world order whether it is a recipe for war or peace we often hear leaders talking about a new world order and for most of us when somebody speaks about a new world order we visualize a better world a world where we have, uh, we live a much more prosperous life, free of oppression and the like. But actually, the idea of a new world order is not new. It is very old. And you heard from Tan Sri Norin Mai just now, what kind of new world order was first conceived. Basically, it is about having a world government. We should abolish all states, all nations, all borders, but instead have only one world government. And that world government is to be by certain people, elites, people who are very rich, very intelligent, very powerful in many ways. They are the ones who will govern the world. There was not much talk about democracy or choice of leaders. Instead, there was to be a government by these elites who will impose their rules on everyone in this world. And for those who are unwilling to submit to them, there will be punishment. 
This is the concept initially, but many have not read or do not know about this concept. But it is important for us to remember that this new world order is an old world order. It's something that was conceived more than a hundred years ago. And yet it is being repeated by powerful politicians from powerful can, can countries go ahead and, yep. that it is new. Everybody's pretty much saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. I want to fucking throw this guy across the Potomac too. Well, he, he's absolutely so, squirrelier than fucking. He was really actually speaking against it. I know. I, well, he, he really sounded horrible. And now he's dead. I, I'm pretty sure this, this dude's dead. He was speaking against it. Yeah. He was talking about how the new world order that it, that they want one world government run by a, a few elites. And if you don't comply, they're going to kill you. Well, I, I just find it interesting because this is uh, very indicative of an elitist mm -hmm. approach. Uh, the reason I bring it up is just, all right, really quick. Let me go over here so you guys can see my cursor. All right. You guys see my arrow there on the screen, right? So right here. All right. This diamond right here, very reflective, very shiny, right? Over a square, over another square that's got lines through it, right? That is very indicative of like a high, mighty priestess, like high up there in the clergy type motherfucker, right? Also surrounded by two columns rising from the floor to the sky on both sides inlaid behind another like type overgarment with wearing a gray type style coat buttoned up at the top like a like a priest you know that 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 mikara is like uh, one world order he, is, new he world was order. he was one of the indonesian i think he was one of the uh prime ministers in one of the indonesian countries um that initially refused the jab for their for their populace and they killed him. Yeah, this dude's been speaking out against the New World Order for a very long time. No shit. And they killed him. Well, good. I, I, he does have that just very pompous look of... Well, what do you want? Prime ministers. Um, Fuck them. I'm just saying. Thank you, Crazy Chuck with a K, for the birthday wishes tomorrow. Tomorrow? But I appreciate the we early one, and I know that you guys aren't going to be here, so... Yes. Gotcha. We won't be here. We won't be. They might be here. They, they might, might be, be somewhere else, but we won't oh, be here. Yeah. We won't be. Yeah. Good point. Exactly. Good point. Anyway. But we, I appreciate it, sir. But yeah, I just, I wanted to say they, they have been, and we've been saying the new world order is the old world order. They don't, it's not new. Wait a minute. Hold on. We've and got this a said the same crazy thing. ass thing over here that somebody just said. What's that? Tracy PCV. Uh, I witnessed a girl eating with a mask on at Thanksgiving lunch yesterday. Okay. That's, um, that has got to be yesterday in Texas. Between uh, every bite. Between every bite, I am still blown away. Holy shit. Every fucking, no way. No, no, no. So wait, so she was doing this number and then eating? Or you pull it down and you eat, did or you she pull it up and you eat, or whatever, you know. You just like sneak that little bite in underneath the mask. You got to hide because someone might see you. You might breathe on someone. What were we, were we? we were driving around the other day, me and my son again, because uh, he went to work with me again the second day. And uh, it was fun having him. Um, we were out there driving around and we saw this back of this dude's truck. He went driving by us. And he said, uh, yeah, you don't think COVID is real. 
I'll show you my dad's death certificate. That's what he tells me. And I, at the time, had no idea. I was like, yeah, his fucking dad probably didn't die from, you know. No, he died from remdesivir. He didn't die from COVID. He probably died from remdesivir or something on the ventilator. Mm -hmm. The guy was right next to the pump, right next to me. <laughs> My son failed to tell me the distance <laughs> from which this individual was at. I wasn't scared about it. I, nothing I said was wrong. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, at that point, the guy goes, yeah, is that what you think? Yep. I was like, no, it's not what I think. It's what I know. I can prove it. Actually, I can show you if I'd like, if you'd like to see it. It's right here. I've got uh, four or five different websites. You'd like to go check it out? Oh, and by the way, I'm sure there was a comorbidity involved too. Your dad had diabetes. You're such a dick. And... I know. And I, the, the reason I asked is understand that the guy is he's a little bit large. taller than me. Mm -hmm. He's probably about 10, maybe eight years older than me. Um, he was much more round than me. And um, I just took for a guess, judging by the swelling in his ankles. I just said, your dad have diabetes? Yeah. What, was, what does that have to do with anything? It has to do with everything. Considering one of the first things your body can no longer control is the insulin level within it. Your dad's insulin level would have spiked no matter. I've watched someone being given insulin and their level still drop like a fucking rock. I said, I've watched it happen. What else? I, I, I can go on. Oh, well, I could still show you. Okay. That's great. I'm glad you can show me. And I can show you 122 reasons why the hospital killed your father. And what you witnessed is nothing wrong on you. You just witnessed your father's murder. You are key witness number one if you have his medical records. You are even better because you can sit there and say this is what they did to him. And this is what it did to him. Mm-hmm. So go right ahead, do whatever you want to do. But, you know, you just happen to witness your father's murder. Now is what now what do you do with that information? That will a lot of people, depending on the person. Getting called like that. Hey, that might change his whole outlook on it. I might say, hey, wait a minute. What have I been given? What did I get stuck in my arm? What did, what did they shoot? So do you see that one thing I really, really liked? I really liked that one part where they showed the fleer of the guy. Mm -hmm. And you could see the blockages in his body. Did you see how long they were? The blockages. The blockages normally. Okay. So a blockage normally in your heart, right? They are measured in micromillimeters. So we're talking MMM. Okay. So really, 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 really small. Okay. A blockage anywhere from what I know is bad is anything nine and above. So 0 0.09 and above. That is a bad blockage. Um, 
below is normally questionable. And when you see anything one and above, you're talking that explodes like veins. There's no way that you can't live. It just doesn't happen. Right. So when you see those, that when you can see it without looking under a microscope at it and they're pulling it out of your blood, that is really, really, really bad. They're cutting into an artery and they are pulling that out of an artery. That is horrible. When you get a microclot, a lot of people do. Um, a lot of people, if you do a lot of flight, you ever do a lot of flying. I did years and years of it. You'll get what they call deep uh, a lumbar deep thrombosis. Deep, deep vein thrombosis. Yep. And the back here, you get a little... Blood nick is what they call it. It's a blood tick, right? Kind of swells up. Your 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 vein kind of pops out a little bit. What it is is a hemorrhoid kind of through the muscle, it kind of looks like, and kind of gets a little pinch in there. So that thrombosis passes through your blood. The problem with it is if it goes into an artery and it either goes back to the heart, you're going to do tremendous damage to the heart. If it goes to the brain, you're dead. So normally people who pass that through their heart, you get what we love to call now your aortic arrhythmia or your, what'd your mom have? DIA. No. Oh, AFib. AFib. It's now called AFib, but it's the same damage that's done to the heart. There is damage done to the heart at, at a micro level, not at a macro, not at a major level, very micro level, but it's enough damage that it causes what normally a normal heart sounds like is blah, 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 blah. you hear four thubs. If you hear the that's a problem. There's a whole, like, and if you can hear it, that's real bad. If you can feel it, maybe I can understand that. If you do a combination of feeling here, or if you watch it on a monitor, that's the best way to do it. But that's how you see it. And it is drastic. And it is weird. But that micro bit of damage does the enough damage that your heart adds an extra beat in there. The only way to stop that beat, to add, re remove that extra beat, is they got to shut your heart down. They got to restart it. It's like, um, it's like resetting the hard drive on your computer. I got to hit the button. Whoop. They go in there. They slap a couple diodes on either side of your heart and they shock your heart and boom, you're down. You're down for a fraction of a second and it comes right back. And then your heart starts immediately right back into normal rhythm, sinus rhythm immediately monitored after that point. But it's enough damage. Think about that. So just think about one of those fucking, oh my God, I can't even imagine one of those blood clots making it back to the heart. Never imagine it. This is one article. It's 26 pages and from the expose. And I'll put it in tonight's Substack. 
Government reports prove COVID vaccination is causing hundreds of thousands to die suddenly every week. And confidential Pfizer docs confirm your government knew what happened. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're well aware. They already knew. Um, they've got all kinds of charts in here. I mean, it's, it's insane. I, I, I had a guy, I had a guy surmise. Mm-hmm. Um, and he might be my new number, number five. Mm-hmm. Okay. This guy is huge. If I get, if I get this guy, ooh, tell you what, I'm going to have my hand somewhere. I've never had my hand before and I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. Okay. If number five works out, mm-hmm. this guy told me just the other day concerning all this COVID stuff that we're seeing now, mm-hmm. he said, I, he said, what I'm waiting for is what's going to happen here on Capitol Hill. What do you mean? He said, you got to remember Congress. They didn't have to take the jab. No, they were brought the jab in. They were vaccinating people right there. They had a whole booth set up right there where people were going down, getting the jab, going back to work. Yep. He said, it's going to get really interesting here shortly because we're about, they're about there. They're about to hit their mark where people are about to start doing the old five months post booster where they do the twist and turn and and guess what? All of those cameras right there. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see the video footage from it, but you know where there's cameras not right now or where they've not released any of the footage yet. Oh, from January 6th. Well, not just that. From, um, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. that too. But uh, uh, I'm not going to forget that. Fauci got called on the carpet yesterday. Today. today. Okay. He was not today. I on the didn't carpet today. hear. Uh, I heard a little bit of reporting on it on Steve Bannon's war room. Um, from people that are listening. Basically, he, he pulled up the Alzheimer's defense. I don't remember. They asked him, like, how come in, you know, the end of March, you were saying in private emails that masks don't work. And then April 1st, you're pushing it on everyone. What study did you see that changed your mind? I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh you, mean, you mean they went back to the whiteboard again? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, they, they totally, they, they started they totally, I told yep, you yep. what they knew, yep. when they knew it, yep. that was going to be the most important and he, part. One after another. I don't remember. I've, I don't know. I was too busy to follow that. Those were his answers. Yeah. Well, I, I have emails. I have emails to show mm-hmm. you, Dr. Fauci. Yep. I can oh, show you. He straight, your own he straight up perjured himself. I mean, he he flat out perjured himself because when he said that I was too busy to follow to to follow along with that, they have emails where he was direct, like the Great Barrington Declaration. He said he was too busy to to follow up on the Great Barrington Declaration. Um, but there are emails where he where was, he directly, he directly like, went after. Go ap- yeah, exactly. Go after. Yeah. These so guys. he he straight up he perjured himself. Like no joke yeah fauci's fucked um it's it's gonna be rough it's gonna be rough we'll see anyway what's the next clip i just fuck me that's yeah, just ridiculous yeah that little elf he's getting his he ass kicked across the potomac right about that's now that's awesome oh this is the best meme going around wait till you guys see this this is freaking hysterical if you haven't seen it yet mm. you'll see this it is so now. good so funny happy thanksgiving everyone Hope this turkey day. tastes half as good as it looks I think we're all in for a very big treat. <laughs> Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> okay, Eddie. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man, put yourself off the ground. I said, young man.
funny mm-hmm. yeah yeah the o face is the best i uh i uh hope you uh all had a good thanksgiving yeah i hope you i hope you all uh either uh had, had your own face or got to see one huh <laughs> never mind biden sucks stuff said the o face is the best yeah i hope you all had your own or you got to <laughs> you see got one, to see one. That's good point. oh Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine what his face looks like? Okay. However, uh, uh, I'm going to so need you to come got, into work. I, I got to say, on, uh, so I was, I was very, we were very blessed yesterday because, um, you know, while we all had to contribute to Thanksgiving dinner, um, ours cost us, our contribution cost, cost us. The trip to the garden. Time and effort. Yes. I, um, I went out to the lime tree, which had a whole ton of limes on it. And I picked a whole bunch of them and I made my own lime curd and I made key lime pie, um, which was good. It was very tart. It was very it was tart. extremely tart. <laughs> it was really good. It would put your face backwards. <laughs> you were like, Ooh, okay. But it was good. Um, your front teeth tried to jump mm-hmm. back down your throat. Yep. And weird. then I, I went around the gardens and I, I picked like all salad greens um, which we didn't bring any salad home. There was plenty left, but my aunt was like, I was like, you can just leave the salad in the bowl and I'll take it home. She was like, I, I, I was kind of hoping I could like keep it. And I was like, absolutely keep it anyway. Um, but, uh, so, so our contribution to Thanksgiving dinner cost like whatever I had in the pantry. It didn't cost me anything. I didn't have to lay any money out for it. It was great. But I know that that was not true of most people. Well, it cost us the gas to get an hour to my aunt's house. Um, which wasn't cheap, but, uh, that, that wasn't true of most people. You know, they were actually coming out on the news and saying, well, if you're broke, just don't buy Turkey. Like if you're bitching about the price of Turkey, then just don't buy Turkey. That's, that's not the answer to inflation. I'm sorry. Maybe, but anyway, um, so were y'all happy with the with the cost of your Thanksgiving dinner, like did, did you get the bang for your buck? Did you did you have as much food as you normally do? Did you scale it back? Like did you did you feel like you had to scale it back? Or might order Chinese out? next year? Biden um, sucks stuff. My buddy, don't no bullshit. I've got a good friend. His family is a bunch of crazy fuckers. You want to know what these fuckers do on all the major holidays when? Everybody else is like fucking eating at home. We're eating filet mignon, doing other fucking. You know what they're doing? They go to like the fucking craziest restaurant that is open on the fucking holiday and they eat there. Oh, good for them. And they get it. Like, like they order like the fucking. Like everything. The shit. They, they go in the tits. They go, hey, we want yep. all the top shelf shit. Yep. And they fucking make it a blast. And it's the crazy. They they said they were at Why one not? Indian joint uh, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. He said it was fucking nuts. His father went in there. He's like, look, I want shit that's warm, not fucking melt my butthole. <laughs> They brought out some curry that apparently fucked him up. (laughs) Yeah. And I got to tell you, they were just like, you know, they just do it. It's fucking just a crazy thing they do. And I was like, 
That actually sounds like that a sounds lot like of fun. fun. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. You go against the grain of what everybody else is doing. Yeah. You go out. Nobody has to do dishes. You don't have any bitching. Everybody's happy at the end of the night. You all have a good time. It fucking sounds crazier than fuck. It, it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun to do stone. I, I can I mean, say that. My cousin cooked for two fucking days. So, I, you know, and when we have Christmas dinner here, which we're hosting Christmas dinner since we're in the new house now. Um and we were never able to host Christmas. Yeah, I know. We were never able to host Christmas dinner before because we didn't really have the facilities for it. But now we do. So we're hosting Christmas dinner. Good. No dogs. Hmm? No other dogs then. Okay. Sure. Well, I'm sure. No, no, no other dogs. Taxi and the girls will come, I'm sure. <laughs> no, no. Anyway. Um, Not for that many people. Yeah. It's okay. But um, it'll be fine. And we'll make everyone bring a dish. So, um but, uh, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> no, it will and be I'm fun. sure that I will start cooking like three days before because no, I'll make be stuff fun. in advance. I know it'll be fine anyway. Um, but go, go ahead and, and <laughs> pull, pull, oh, play. no, I'm sorry. Let me make sure I <laughs> make it look real. All right. Play the clip. Jesus. Fuck craziest and this is how you look at this shit no 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 i'm sorry i'm fucking 15 yards on the play personal foul number one on the offense <laughs> you don't like me telling you that we're hosting great no. on the air Fuck, yeah this is bullshit <laughs> i literally said no. it yesterday at thanksgiving dinner no you didn't not yes, to I me did. you didn't yes we were all sitting out back i was drunk not a lot. Tell me that shit when I'm drunk. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. This is horse shit. She does this shit every time. Every time. Every fucking time. Charlie thinking. I just a little bit. Either I can just gonna... take it in. Take it in. Literally, your son said to both of us, are we having Christmas dinner at our house, please? And I said, yeah, we're hosting Christmas dinner this year. And you're like, really? And I said, yes. Oh, that's because I didn't believe you. Well, I completely well. didn't believe you. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Oh. <laughs> what do you get to rest now or something? <laughs> hey, fuck ass. How about you get me a beer? Look, we, we, we've been tapping the SPR, and I don't think there's much criticism today for what we've done. We, that was a critical part. Uh, the releases from the SPR are a critical part of bringing prices down when we did them. Just imagine if we had not increased supply by a million barrels a day. But today, we have to be, we have to be really opportunistic and look at the market and where it is to see if it makes sense to do continued SPR releases. The president was, would like to replenish the SPR in full, uh, of what we release, so uh, an additional 180 to 200 million barrels. And I think when prices start reaching towards that $70 mark, uh, that's when we're probably going to be looking at some somewhere around that range of 70, 72, 73, or maybe a little bit below that. Uh, we'll look to uh, immediately begin to increase uh, and to repurchase uh, oil into the SPR. And that's because we need to have uh, an SPR that is fuller than it is today, for national security and economic emergencies in the future. Wait a minute. We're about to recoup our strategic petroleum reserve. 
buying barrels at $81.58. No, no, that's what it is right now. When I hit 70, they're going to replenish it. Remember, Congress wouldn't approve Trump replenishing it at $24 a barrel. But now it's it's worth looking up, literally. So they're going to replenish it at $70 a barrel. What does this have to do with the price of your Thanksgiving or your Christmas dinner? Well. Understand what this did to the fucking country, folks. When the price of gas goes up, the price of everything goes up. But you know what? It might not even matter. We might not even have Christmas dinner because the rail strike is coming up. Seriously, that railway strike, like it's it's, right around the corner. It's starting to leak into even the mainstream media. Like, oh no, I saw it. We saw it on CBS the other night. Exactly, CBS. Because my my uh, whatever my aunt had it on the TV. No, no, it was it was at uh, my parents' house for my birthday dinner. Whatever. There, there we are. We're watching it. There's CBS talking about the railway railway strike. What it's going to do to America? Yeah, two billion dollars. You, as they put it, they Mm -hmm. were like, "What it will do to you." Mm Two, no, 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 more than that. Two billion dollars a day, or two billion dollars a week, or something. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's two billion dollars a week. I think. I thought it was more than that. In lost revenue, uh. Yeah, because they're not even moving from port to port anymore. Yeah, exactly. They I can't mean, even move it off the port. What they're saying is like it, it, cities are going to be hit especially hard. They're like basically New York would be devastated because in New York City, first off, there's no fucking grocery stores in New York City. Like You, you have, have these, a bodega. You have bodegas. That they, has maybe fucking 90 minutes worth of food. In yeah, it. seriously. I mean, you have like milk and eggs, like that's the uh, – and bread. And then, I mean, there's not – you can get like, you know, deli cold cuts – um, I mean, you can, if you go to the right place, I mean, you have delis and but, stuff like that, but, but for, the, for the most part, for the most I mean, part you're you looking at have any real supermarkets, like chips and fucking, you know, you have, you have these little, ridiculous. you have street vendors still, yeah. it's essentially still the old school street vendors that have supermarkets on the street. They don't have everything. It's not like you go there and you have to go to like, if you're going shopping, it means you're going to like 20 different stores just to get everything you need. Yeah. And that's not a lot. And that's, I mean, and that's in Manhattan. I mean, you know, there's, you, you get a grocery store in Queens and Brooklyn, the Bronx, whatever, in the boroughs, you know, they have the occasional grocery store, but even now, shit. It was A&P and ShopRite. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, but that's where everybody shops. Like if, if you live in Manhattan and you're going, you go grocery shopping like once a month, like you make a trip out to Costco. Yeah. Um, you know, to stock up for the whole month. And for the most part, you eat out or you, you know, you door dash it or whatever. And uh, there's not going to be any food left. That's, that's a big there's part. Not be any food left. That is the big part. I mean, they're, they're not gonna be able to get food. I, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Well, we, crazy. we'll be good. I mean, we can, uh, shit, we can eat off what we have in the house for a year at this point. Yeah, we have enough for about between a year, the man. house and the gardens. Yep. Yeah, uh, the oh shit boxes and whatnot, and whatever else I can kill on yeah. the property. Yeah, yep. you know, I'm good. For, we're actually good for a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Once we we're, start we're hunting, actually, we're good for two years because we got fish and we got and we I get, and game. I have seeds forever. So yep. yeah, um, and I've seen enough deer around here. I oh, can yeah. kill fucking three or four of them. But if you live in the city, when, when was the last time you had a deer wander up to your? <laughs> concrete fucking <laughs> jungle yeah exactly. and just say hey i'm hey, here shoot me oh but you don't have any guns so what are you gonna do throw a rock at it or no maybe you'll stab it to death with your stiletto 
<laughs> we'll get to that anyway uh, we will eat the gator coconut don't you worry we will eat that fucking gator as soon as oh, we kill ga- it oh, you're that, gamer. That, that, yeah that, well i got some good recipes for tail but they said that there's not really too much you can do for the body the body true. just basically tastes Skin like it. shit yeah the ribs are terrible it's real nasty. Yeah, I'm gonna eat the gator. I get that, but but uh, I mean, it's it's getting it's getting tight. It's getting crazy. So um, yeah, get ready. Get get ready because that's coming. Because here it goes. But, all right, so this is different. This is all right. Hold on. Let's let's preface this real quick because this is a totally different segment here. Okay. Y'all heard about the Balenciaga scan- scandal? Yeah. With the they put out a photo shoot for their products. With little kids mm-hmm. in bondage with teddy bears with panda eyes. Yeah. And in that photo shoot, there was actually court documents for like child sex abuse <laughs> on the table. Okay. So they removed it and then they put out another one. Anyway. So um this this is this is starting to delve deep into this this is like fucking Wayfair, um, Nexium, right? Was that Nexium? Yeah. Um, and uh, fucking, Je- I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, the, yeah. the whole thing, right? It's coming more and more and more into the forefront. Good. So um, needs to be. Alex Jones did a, a big piece on this, and it's it's pretty good, huh? It's fucking dark. All right. These people are twisted get get your guns ready boys get your guns ready Seriously. just start cleaning just start cleaning we'll have a class later on mm-hmm. we'll talk about some gun maintenance some things you can do prevent your firearm from seizing up yeah you know, stuff like that I have to do that that might, might be one of our sunday sunday specials we do fashion label beyonciago gives us a window a doorway into the religion, into the power cult that rules our planet today. The occultists and so-called fashion designers, as well as filmmakers, celebrated by one of the top fashion brands in the world, profiting tens of billions of dollars a year, is at the heart of Aleister Crowley, black magic, human sacrifice, torture, and the destruction of innocence. This story has taken the internet by storm and the world is awakening. This story is a thousand times bigger conservatively than WikiLeaks and the entire Pizzagate scandal that was 98% true. But the corporate media, New York Times, CNN, focused in on a pizza place that did have some of the art but did not have a dungeon to then try to discredit everything else that was in the WikiLeaks documents. We're about to go into this huge breaking development story now. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. This is part of a larger trend, and the trend is this. Adults crossing the line, and it has always been a bright line, into deep involvement with the sexuality of children. And here is a high-end retailer promoting kiddie porn in an ad on Instagram, and nobody notices. There's no boycott. There's no front-page New York Times editorial against it. And, of course, Instagram let the advertisement run. Endorsing kitty porn. And by the way, if you have an alternate explanation for what this was, let us know. A child with a teddy bear in a bondage outfit and a Supreme Court decision striking down a kitty porn law displayed on the table. What is that? Are we jumping to conclusions? Don't think so. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have never done anything like this before at InfoWarsStore.com. But as a thank you to our great audience supporting us over the years through thick and thin, we are giving away a free gift. That's right, a free gift with every order right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Good till December 1st. Our story starts as most of these investigations do. Just regular people on the internet, namely Twitter and Instagram, noticed that Balenciaga, ahead of a Paris fashion show, last week posted images from a new photo shoot with what appeared to be depressed, drugged out children holding bondage teddy and panda bears. Panda bears and panda eyes, again, are a code word for people that have been seriously tortured in dungeons. Look it up for yourself. But there were the children standing on beds uh, with all of this different accoutrement in front of them in bondage outfits. And in part of the same shoot, they showed a purse on the desk and under the purse were court filings from over a decade ago, Ashcroft versus the Free Speech Coalition. And in that case, the Supreme Court ruled that you could produce synthetic child porn, that as long as actual children weren't raped, you could, under the First Amendment, depict children being raped, tortured, and even murdered. So as Internet sleuths began to go to their official website of Balenciaga, they found even more. That's when the fashion designing company pulled thousands of images off of their website and issued an apology claiming the whole thing was an innocent mistake. This is their coming out, their externalization of the hierarchy. In the types of ancient black magic they're practicing that go back to Egypt and even before, it is critical to not just conduct your rituals in private or secret, but as you build towards your societal takeover, you then must have a moment of emergence or revolution where you force the, quote, transformation of humanity by shocking humanity using what is nothing but ancient forms of trauma-based mind control. Whether it's Maria Abramovich or Michael Bormans or countless others producing the similar so-called art, they are all in league openly working together and being celebrated by everyone from Arnold Schwarzenegger to Jay-Z to Barack Obama to Prince Charles. They all pay homage and including, in many cases, buying this art. This is awesome. I'm glad he brought this up because I want you to look at something very, very key. This is fucking outstanding. And this is really important. Hold on. Right there. Oh, fuck. I can't. Right there. Ah, shit. Right there. Boom. You've seen that before. Everybody's seen this before. Every single motherfucker in this chat room, I'm sure, has seen this before. Have you ever seen the movie Red Dragon? Mm-hmm. So that's what the tattoo on his back. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is the Red Dragon. That is, uh, but was it Bellerathon? Um, that's the backup Bellerathon. Uh, he was a evil demon mm -hmm. from uh, the ninth dimension down there, the ninth ward, uh, so to speak, uh, the in the nine levels, um, Dante's Inferno. Uh, that's Bellerathon. So, long story short, I, when I saw that years and years ago, 
and I, I saw Red Dragon. I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, here, this is the start because this is how they convince you that this shit's just a joke, that nobody believes this shit. This isn't real. This is how they're making it normalized. It's okay. This is how they do it. We've all seen that image. We all know about that image. Except for Tammy. She's never seen it. We know about that dude standing there in front of the mirror and he's butt naked and he's got that tattoo all over his body and he's standing there. He did have a huge wing. You're right. By and stuff. he's a fucking. I'm not surprised you noticed that. Wacko. Absolutely. A fucking psycho. His mom made him fucking shove his penis in and out of a fucking door when he was nine years old. How he had such a big dick, I'm not really sure. Considering his mom kept fucking shutting the goddamn window on it. Yes, it's a movie. Yeah. Red Dragon. Go it's look it up. Precursor it's a precursor to uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. yeah. Cannibal, I think, actually. Because hmm. it, it's after. No, it's in between Cannibal and Hannibal. Silence of the Hannibal and Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. So. Anyway. All right. We'll keep going on this. Because this is very interesting that brutal. I brought that up, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, liked, I liked that part. Let me go back to where we were. That's good. Uh, no, we're right. No, we weren't there yet. Right there. Yeah, we were there. We're right there. All right. Keep this back on, and we'll take us off. Z to Barack Obama to Prince Charles. They all pay homage, and including in many cases buying this art for millions and millions of dollars as a form of tithing to their satanic anti-human cult. From a societal perspective or a social Darwinistic angle, it's easy to understand why the ruling class is promoting such a satanic predatory system and trying to externalize the method to the general public. They must break our will. They must break our spirit. They must train us to accept the most horrible, barbaristic things like sex with children, their torture, and even murder. Because if we will put up with our young being attacked, if we will put up with the system coming directly after our children then they know they've won. They've broken our will. They are openly working in concert to condition the public not to value human life, not to stand up for each other, to be selfish, to be corrupt, to think that evil is funny so that we can all be isolated and picked off one by one. This is the heart of the New World Order transhumanist takeover of the world. The World Economic Forum, the United Nations, Extinction Rebellion are all lockstep with the corporate media, Hollywood, the fashion industry, and leftist leaders across the planet teaching humans to hate ourselves, teaching us that we're bad for the earth, teaching us that we should have forced euthanasia, teaching us that we should kill babies up until nine months and even after they're born, teaching us that transgenderism and mastectomies of little girls cutting their breast off and little boys cutting their genitals off isn't something out of a Clive Barker novel, but something that's altruistic and loving and brought to us by the psychological, biomedical, big pharma combine for our own good, when all of it leads to destruction and genetic death, when all of it leads to depopulation. They are purposely making the world ugly. They are purposely trying to depress us and isolate us for total control, and they publicly admit that's their plan. All of this is designed to engage in complete dominance or physical, psychological, and spiritual assault on the body. The shots, the transgenderism, the mutilation, 
the abortion, the infanticide, the forced euthanasia, all of it is this death cult planting its flag of victory on us and saying, we control the future. We control your children. And we're openly going to celebrate not just your death, but your children's death in your face. And there's nothing you can do about it. But there is something we can do about it. They are desperate. The world is waking up to them. That's why they're trying to accelerate the revolution of revelation of the method so we become desensitized before we fully awaken and bring this death cult to justice. The reason they hate me, the reason they hate InfoWars is the same reason they hate you. They see your spirit. They know you're good, that you love God, that you love children, that you love justice, that you love prosperity and freedom and security. And that stands in their way of total, absolute domination of our bodies, of our bodily autonomy. This is the transhumanist revolution against every man, woman, and child on this planet. What can we do about it? We can understand the psychological warfare. We can understand the history of trauma-based mind control. We can educate others and we can withdraw all our support from Hollywood, big tech, and a system that is trying to force this down our throats. But first, we have to cry out to God to give us discernment and to lead God and direct us to be leaders in our areas to stand against this evil. Because as the Bible tells us, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against it. And once evil is confronted, it will always flee in the end. Again, as the Bible tells us, the wicked flee when none pursue. And they are now surely going to flee because we are in pursuit. Just last week, Elon Musk attacked me and implied that I was the devil. And he quoted Jesus when Christ said, suffer the children to come to me. It is better for you to tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the deepest ocean than to harm one of the children. Think of the evil of that. Just a month ago, he was dressed up as the devil's champion, as Bathomet on Halloween with his mother and uh, other women dressed up in the similar black robes that this cult loves to adorn themselves with, pointing his finger at me and saying, in the words of Jesus Christ, that I have a front of the children and that I have attacked the children. But the reason this cult hates me is because I see them and I know who they are and I am rallying the public worldwide against their entire anti-transhumanist system that Elon Musk is helping to lead. So if you want to stop these people, learn how they operate, learn why they fear you, learn why they're trying to break your will and don't blacken your heart and just become desensitized to all this evil. Let it hit your heart. Let it hurt your heart and let it energize you to cry out to God and to become more empathetic and more loving. And then God will lead God and direct you with the Holy Spirit in ways you've never known to be able to expose peacefully and lovingly these corrupt devils and bring them to justice so that our children will no longer be molested, attacked, tortured, and even killed by this cult. I'm Alex Jones. I want to thank you all for your support. I want to say great job to everybody on the internet spreading the truth because the awakening is accelerating and exploding and we are on the march. The satanic empire is on the run. Now share this critical emergency. Good on him. Yeah, it's shared. Um, look, you know, uh, evil we, is we, real. Evil is not a, it's not a fake thing. Speaking Just from personal experience. And by the way, um, so when he talked about Elon, 
refusing to allow Alex Jones back on Twitter, right? Yeah. Elon's just, he's just making up rules as he, as he wants. It's his company, right? I mean, he, I, he took whatever, it entirely yeah, private. Actually, however, it's, it's completely it's private entirely now, so him. we can't, we really can't bitch about it. However, bitch about however, it however, however, Elon said that he wouldn't allow Alex Jones back in his arm, back on Twitter because his firstborn child died in his arms. And, um, because Alex Jones was banned over Sandy Hook. That's not true. Neither, neither none of those things are true, actually. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Alex Jones. First of all, first Elon off, Musk did not have a kid in Sandy Hook. No, no, that no, no, was no, shot no, no. It's, it's not say, he didn't say that his child was killed in Sandy Hook. Okay. His firstborn son actually died of SIDS. Okay. But he didn't die in his arms then. No, no, no. And he wrote this in his book. They um his wife at the time rushed the baby to the hospital. He was busy with his company, rushed the baby to the hospital. And actually the baby died in, in her, her arms. Um, he actually w- probably died in the crib, but okay. But he wasn't there. Yeah. Elon wasn't there. Yeah. And Alex Jones wasn't banned from Twitter over Sandy hook. He was banned because he made fun of some mainstream journalist. So Elon, uh, come on, man. If we're going to apply rules, let's let's be honest. You said free speech, free speech, Elon. If you're going to do free speech, at least if you're going to be different than the prior management, different would be that everything that you do from this point on is not personal. It's business. You said free speech. I'm going to turn Twitter into a free speech platform again. Unless you're Alex Jones. That being said, Alex Jones has to be allowed back. Obama killed more children than Alex Jones um, ever Talked did. Talked about. Alex Jones have, hasn't killed any children. And a matter of fact, I don't know of anybody Alex Jones has ever been accused of killing. No. I've been accused of killing more people than Alex Jones. And, and Alex didn't actually say... He, he honestly, he never, he never said that those children didn't die. He said that he just, he didn't believe the mainstream narrative. He thought it was a false flag. He called it was a false flag. So, um, he, he did think there, there's some, there's he, some weird shit. And trust me, my brother will attest to this. He has told me he's heard about all of them. All right. You have to understand my brother was a cop that worked. Uh, this was after he left the New York city police department. Before he moved to Michigan, he did a little stint with a local police department in Connecticut. Happened to be the town right next door to Newtown. He knew a lot of these guys that were involved. He knew a lot of the cops that went responded and what they saw. Um, folks, I, I love to tell you that there was no kids killed that day. I would love to be the first one to tell you that yeah. no kids were killed that day. Our nephew's best friend was killed there. I literally can tell you I've walked and looked in those cops' eyes, all right? And I saw the same thing that I see in the mirror when I look at myself. I can tell you right now, those cops saw some real fucked up shit that day. Now, did what my brother's contention is, did the kids have to die? And uh, there's some evidence that never came to light that some people are aware of in Connecticut as to maybe one of the teachers in the school now 
much later on, and this probably would have helped Alex Jones, um, had a gun on the day of the shooting in the school. Why didn't they use it? That is a great fucking question. <sighs> that is a wonderful question. I don't necessarily believe the complete narrative behind Sandy Hook, but to say that the killing of those kids never happened, it did happen. It, well, and Alex Jones didn't say that. I, and I'm and, not and, arguing that. And he I has don't. actually apologized to the parents and he's spoken with them. He actually got sued by an FBI agent who wasn't even a part of the case. They're yeah. literally just like fucking pulling names out of hats to sue him. Now he owes a trillion, literally a trillion dollars in fees um so what is he gone now fucking broke for the rest of his life no no or is he gonna change his name and become but the thing is formerly known as they're trying to shut down infowars but they didn't sue infowars they sued alex jones but they don't understand is that infowars will go on even without alex it's huge yeah right but okay but anyway so elon put out a new rule okay um this is one of the ways that you can get banned from Twitter. Um, so encouraging others to harass them, denying a violent event such as Sandy Hook, the Holocaust and the September 11th attacks. That will get you banned from Twitter. Okay. So, and what I said is, see, it's, it's not that we deny these things happen. We deny the narrative behind these exactly. things. Exactly. That's it. It's that we don't believe they happened in the manner or circumstances that the mainstream media tells us they did. Yeah. Denial is complicated. Denial is. I'm, like I said, I don't believe most people believe that the kids didn't die. I believe most people, m- most intelligible, honest, you know, you live here on this planet, in this realm, you believe that the kids died. I believe the kids died. What I, I I don't believe, I don't believe the video of the shit in the moments after the shooting in the woods. That's something you can't unsee. I saw it. I saw it live on TV. I, I can't unsee that. I can't unsee the people running from the back of the school in the woods because I know where those woods are. Man, I, I cried for a week. I've been in those woods. I, I, I mean, at the dinner, remember, I, I mean, at the dinner, I cried every day for a week when Sandy Hook happened. I, I just couldn't, I, I couldn't fathom it. I know exactly where the school is. Mm-hmm. I know where those woods are. I was like, wait a minute. What is going on that they're running in the woods? That doesn't make sense. None. I get it. The kids got killed. Fine. Why are you running in the woods? Unless you're running away. And if you're running away, why are you dressed in camouflage? What were you doing before that? I mean, because I thought it seemed like a lot. Because I I would have figured, first classroom, okay. One of those teachers, some point in time in their life, got smart. They lived on the street. They know what gunfire is. They're not stupid. One of those teachers finally figured it out, locked the door, said, hey, I'm going to keep my class alive. Boom. She did what she had to, barricaded the door, kept him out, kept it harder for him to get into that room. Remember, it doesn't have to be impenetrable. It just has to be more difficult than the yeah, next room down the, the hallway. They're going to the easiest access, yeah. So remember, it goes back to everybody says, 
Well, it's never about the strongest surviving. No, that's where you're wrong. It's always about that. Think about it. If I can barricade my room stronger than you can, guess where they're going to go kill the motherfucker? They're going to kill me. They're going to hit you. So, yes, it is the survival of the fittest. That is what it is. That is what we have never been able to wrap our minds around as human beings. It is survival of the fittest. You know what? All of us in here, we're going to survive for, we got, trust me. Yep. There's a lot of fat bears that got to run in front of us and they don't have any guns. Okay. We're armed to the teeth. Or any stamina. We bite just as loud as we bark. Sure. Go ahead. Try us, please. I've been dying for it. I don't know about you all. Well, everyone knows you're ready, babe. Here. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Because it's that time. Is it? Just about. Close enough. 717. Well, we got to wait for one, two. Of course, like four seconds. You know. So roll it up. Spark it up. There it is. Smoke it up in our dear friend Justin's memory. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Happy Thanksgiving. The only thing I hate about having Thanksgiving dinner at someone else's house is limited leftovers. So I think we're going to have another Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. (laughs) Because fuck it, why not? We'll be all good. For your birthday. Does that work for you? Yeah. As long as we do the cranberry. I will I will make you cranberry relish, yes. Fuck yeah. I will make you the good I, this I shit have, kills. I, I have uh, fresh cranberries in the freezer. I've got two bags of fresh cranberries Fuck in the freezer. Yeah. Yep. It's good shit. I'll have to I'll just have to go pick up some oil so you can deep fry the turkey tomorrow. Dude, uh, fucking uh, just before we came on, uh, we were sitting here while we were watching the video. Fucking she comes in with the dab rig, I was like, Oh yeah. And so she did hers and then she left and I was sitting there heated it up. I took a monster motherfucking dab. I thought I he was gonna throw up. I, I thought I was I was throwing throw throw seriously. You I was like, close. holy shit, like yeah. my lungs were done, torched. And uh and at first she's like, Are you high? I was like, no. I'm not even close. I was like, that's fucking horse shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, man, boom, I, was, I got like smacked in the back of the head with a pipe. It was amazing. It's I was laughing so hard. Do you know where the uh, deep fryer is anyway? Yeah. Okay, good. Excellent. Fantastic. But anyway. All right. Good stuff. There's still... Still clits from the dong. I know. I got you. We got to talk through this. It's fine. It's just what we do. It's all good. Since I didn't get to cook Thanksgiving dinner, I'll just cook it tomorrow. Great. So I got to hear you bitch all day long. About all the shit you have to do. Don't be at work. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Boom, bitches. See? There you go. I'll make you, uh, let's see. What do I have? Glazed carrots. um, Candied yams. No, I can deal without the candy DMs. You don't like the candy DMs. I'm not a candy DM fella. Stuffed mushrooms. Yeah, I can do that. Mm. 
sausage stuffing. Yeah. Turkey, cranberry relish, macaroni and cheese. The relish being the most important part. Uh-huh. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Whipped mashed potatoes. Yeah, we do whipped mashed potatoes right. instead of the mac and cheese. Sounds good. Okay. Whipped mashed, mashed potatoes with the uh, cheese, the cheese fill in the. I'll, uh, I'll make the, the my mashed potatoes. Yeah, 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 your 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 potatoes. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Okay. See, you see, okay. see what I do? Do you see how mm-hmm. I do with that? See mm-hmm. that I said I wanted hey, your mashed you potatoes. Planned your birthday dinner. There you go. Excellent. The only way it would be better is if I had fucking steak, potato. I mean, we can and, do that instead. Uh, we can save the turkey. You know, we got plenty of turkey. We can save the turkey. We can do steak. And a good and BJ instead. before I go to bed. Everything's great in my world. I mean, I'm sure I can call someone over to give you a good BJ. There we go. <laughs> Would you prefer steak instead of turkey tomorrow for your birthday dinner? I, I honestly, I don't give a fuck. Well, it's your birthday. I leave it up to you. I put it in your very capable hands. You have family coming over, so that's more important. I know. So what do I, you want to do? I don't, well, and we just ate turkey with them the other day, so they might be turkeyed out right now. You could always call and find out. We'll, we'll do. We'll do steak. That's fine. I mean, three turkeys in the freezer isn't bad. That's good to have. I have two right now, and I'm going to go pick up more. I mean, I get them before they go out. Yeah. I mean, oh, there was a lot of turkey. 49 cents of fucking... Mm-hmm. 49 well, that cents? Was the, that was the honeysuckle white turkeys. The Kroger turkeys, the Kroger brand turkeys hadn't gone on sale yet. I was waiting for that shit because that's going to be like fucking 29 cents a pound. That'll probably hit tomorrow. Oof. Yeah. So I picked up two today, hey, but so folks, I got fucking this, four look, freezers. I'll pick... Look, I mean, I'll you stuff guys, that shit with turkey. Hey, I don't care. You guys that want to learn how to do this hoarding shit, this like where you do specific hoarding, like I call mm-hmm. it specific hoarding. Oh, yeah. Like there are deals. You just got to fucking yeah. be quick about so, it. Like when I went like, to Kroger today. You got to go down. Like one of the biggest ones is day after holiday events, mm-hmm. right? Like my favorite. Okay. My favorite. The day after Christmas. Do you know what I do? Do you know? Do you know what my crack fiend whore like my thing for my vein? Like mm-hmm. I have to clear my... Every year I got to, I like rub the vein. I'm like, fuck, uh-huh. don't do that. All right. So literally the one thing that I cannot stop the day after Christmas, I go into Home Depot, I go into Walmart and I go into Target and I buy them out of every fucking goddamn Christmas light they have. When they're you want to know 80% why? off. The Ace. box Ace is a great place. A dollar. Yeah. A dollar for a strand that normally costs you $30 at the beginning of the year. Yeah, 25 bucks a strand now. You go in there, dude, you clear shelves. They'll, they'll, pl- please take it. Yeah. Please. They will let they'll you just, walk like, They'll out. like stop bringing stuff up. They'll be like, yeah, um, yeah, you get two bites, you get one free, whatever. If you, just if you go in the day after Christmas, turkeys again, turkeys and hams after and Christmas, goose. oh my God. Mm-hmm. Goose as well, because they don't sell that again until Easter. Yep. So it's not going to keep. And it keep. doesn't last that long. Yeah. So you got to you gotta do it. You got to go buy it. Buy it, freeze it, deep freeze it. Yep. Um, we do all that. And uh, dented cans. I, I got a lot oh of dented. God. I got a lot of dented cans today because they do that right after the holidays too because, you know. They have a um, lot of stock yeah, they've got to exactly, filter out. They've exactly. got to clear through right their stock. Right between Thanksgiving and Christmas, yep. you're looking for dented can sales. The cans are fine. They're just fucking dented, but they're 39 cents instead of $2.50. So you just got to I mean, look for those stupid deals. I know yeah. it doesn't make sense. Uh, one of my favorite things, to, one of my favorite things after holidays to do, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, they have an overstock of ramen. 
Oh yeah. If you go in and buy, you can go in. I'll fill a whole ocean box of ramen. Twenty-five cent ramen. ramen. Twenty-five cent ramen. Normally, it's a dollar a package. Mm -hmm. When it's twenty-five cents a package, you go in there, clear that motherfucker out. Yep. And marshmallows. I got marshmallows for eighty-nine cents. Eighty-nine cents a a a bag. That's normally two dollars. I'm just telling you. Marshmallows keep for as long as you don't open that bag. Those marshmallows will keep for fucking ever. Ramen will do the same. Exactly. Ramen will keep forever. So I'm just telling you. You want a good oh shit box preparatory? These are the things. Like these are the times you go shopping. And I will say. People say I'm crazy as fuck when I walk out and I've got 12 cases of ramen mm-hmm. and 13 fucking things of goddamn right now of fucking rice and two other things of marshmallows. And I go home with that. That's the shit, though, that if you go in right now, you're going to find it ridiculously cheap. Cheapest you'll find it the whole time. Um, Def, Def said I draw the line at Dent cans. I had a can that the dent seal was broken and didn't know it. I mean, you know what? It happens. But for 39 cents, I really don't care. You know, if, if I'll one, find it, if one out of 20 cans is bad, is bad like, okay. okay, whatever. It cost me fucking 40 cents. I don't care. Um, but this, this particular right now, this Christmas season, this holiday shopping season, it's going to be tight Buy clothes. If you have children buy buy whatever you can for next year, like the next size up or two sizes up, um, because I was just, I was reading an article about this today. Um, they fucked up their orders, right? So for the past two years, people have been at home. So they were buying activewear, sweatpants and t-shirts and stuff like that, right? So all of these stores have excessive merchandise that people don't want now. Now people are going back to work. They need work clothes again. Um, and uh, so all these stores, first off, clothes is basically the only thing that really that it, it went up the least amongst all products. I want to say it only went up like 2% overall. And now they are slashing prices on clothes and good stuff like Under Armour. Not, I fucking hate Nike, but um, like Gap and Target, you're going to see significant discounts on clothes. So like our kid who's insanely tall and can't wear mixed clothes. Um, he's like, he tells me, he's like, I just, I want clothes for Christmas. <laughs> okay, dude, no problem. Absolutely. It's like, that's all I want is clothes because he hardly has anything that fits him because he grows like fucking an inch a month. It's impossible to keep him in clothes. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the thing to buy right now and buy it, it, buy it pretty, for like next year me, or the year me, after, because you don't know if it's going to be available then. Let me give you an idea how tall this fuck is. All right. So today we were up there stringing lights. Uh, I'm doing my Clark Griswold interpretation of what I think Clark Griswold should have done for fucking his stupid Christmas shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I'm running up my electrical bill like a motherfucker right now. Hey, anyway, uh, well, I try to do it all LED. So I do try to conserve some bad. energy. Yeah. It's not too bad. But anyway, so I, I didn't realize how stupid fucking tall this retard is until today when I'm sitting there leaning off the roof to, I was like, hey, hand me that strand of freaking lights. And he <laughs> reaches up and I bend over. And now our roof sit nine, 10 feet, 10 feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. So at full extension of his body, he's a little over 11, like, four and I'm grabbing the fucking lights <laughs> out of his hand going, 
motherfucker. You motherfucking tall son of a bitch. He's over six feet already. Like, fuck. So I'm he's like, not quite fucking 16. And he's over six Stringing this shit up, going, this little fucking, this tall anyway, cocksucker. Yeah. He's so, still uh, fucking tall and cucumber like. So, yeah. Trust me. Good fucking. I saw this, uh, what is this? Oh, God damn. I was, I was watching it. I know it's horrible, but it, it was, I, I saw it on Instagram. I just started following this guy. It's like, I'm going to hell videos. All these videos, you're going to hell, right? Oh, yes, you are. And there's a bunch in there that you're like, oh, shit. I'm that's going to hell really just for bad. watching that. I, I, I I'm won't definitely even, going to hell for laughing at that. I'm not even going to bring it up and talk about it. But I can tell you right now, I'm going to hell for laughing at a whole bunch of them. And I can tell you right now, the one I'm about to tell you about, I'm definitely going to hell for because I did giggle. All right. So this little girl... And this MMA guy are sitting on these mats and she goes and like, he's screwing around like tap gloving with her, like hitting her and kicking her and stuff, you know? And he's like, and she keeps getting more angry. And she's like, come on, you pussy. And he's just like, excuse me. He's like, yeah, come on, you pussy. That's nothing. I can take whatever you got. You fucking pussy. And He's just like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, I'm fucking serious. I'm a serious goddamn heart attack, you pussy. Hit me. <laughs> and this dude, seriously, no bullshit. Hits her. Loads up and boom. And the video cuts out when she's sideways going through the frame. <laughs> right? This fucking dude loaded so up bad. and snap kicked that bitch to next week. Oh, no. Long story short. Don't hit children. Every time I see that one, so I am bad. definitely going to hell. Going to and hell. That shit's hysterical. It's okay. Because I thought that was funnier than fuck. You know who else is going to hell? Who? Joe Biden. Well, uh, we all know that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Being a welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. It is a stable of so-called conspiracy theories Yay. that at the highest levels of politics and finance, there is a shadowy cabal of pedophiles who use their power to hide the crimes they commit against children. That people think that. Sounds pretty far out to us, too dark and strange to be true. And of course, we are not obviously endorsing that idea. On the other hand, you can kind of see why people might believe it. Jeffrey Epstein, for example. Epstein continued to dine with business moguls and heads of state long after he was arrested for having sex with minors. How did he do that? Why did nobody say anything? Why did people keep eating with him? Well, at the very least, we can conclude based on the evidence that there is a tolerance for pedophilia among some, among the most powerful in our society, a tolerance that you would not find in, say, your average middle-class American family. Some of the rich really are different that way. That's clearly true. And in case you need more evidence of that, consider Balenciaga. Balenciaga is what they call a luxury brand. Balenciaga is a company that sells $1,100 sneakers and cotton sweatshirts for $1,500 to people who've literally run out of things to buy. You're probably not doing your back-to-school shopping at Balenciaga, but some people apparently are. So this week, Balenciaga rolled out a new ad campaign on Instagram, and the selling point of the ads was sex with children. One photograph showed a very young girl lying face down on a couch with candles, empty wine glasses, and a dog collar on a coffee table in front of her. Another picture showed the same girl, a toddler, holding a teddy bear dressed in sexual bondage gear, including a leather harness. And then, in case you missed the point, we're for pedophilia, Balenciaga. Another picture made it explicit. 
That picture showed pages from a Supreme Court opinion that struck down a law designed to fight child pornography. Whoever staged the photo shoot made certain to include a portion of that opinion that used the word sex or sexual four times. And of course, that was not an accident. Balenciaga wanted you to notice. So this seemed like a big story to us, as we told you last night. Here you have a major international retail brand promoting kiddie porn and sex with children, and not promoting it subtly, but right out in the open. No healthy society can tolerate that, and in fact, none ever have tolerated it. There's never been a time in American history where pedophilia was considered anything other than the worst thing, the most horrifying crime imaginable. Pedophiles famously get killed in prison because even murderers consider them immoral. That's how out of bounds it is and has always been to sexualize children. It's totally unacceptable. But apparently, it's not unacceptable anymore. Academics have redefined child molesters as minor attractive persons. And the point, of course, is to send the message that actually it's not that big a deal. It's just a different kind of love. So maybe not surprisingly, given that trend, apart from a few isolated exceptions in the American media, almost all outlets completely ignored Balenciaga's kiddie porn ad campaign. There was not a single story about it in the New York Times this morning, or in Jeff Bezos' Washington Post, or on CNN or NBC. There was no talk of an investigation or a boycott. The usual outrage, mer outrage merchants stayed completely silent because they weren't outraged. Balenciaga ultimately issued a statement saying it was going to punish the photographer who did the shoot, like it was the photographer's fault and they didn't know about it. And after that, the story effectively died. And that means that the CEO of Balenciaga, a man called Cedric Charbit, will not become a social pariah for what his company has just done. He will continue, just as Jeffrey Epstein continued, to enjoy his busy social life totally unpenalized with his many fabulous celebrity friends. Here he is, for example, with the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, who looks very excited to be with him. Now, we found that picture, by the way, in less than a minute online. Yet as far as we know, apart from us on this show, no one has asked Eric Adams about it, and it's likely that nobody ever will. And the reason is simple. The media have no interest in covering the sexualization of children. Their interest, and it's a very intense interest, tellingly so, is in destroying anyone who complains about the sexualization of children or who even notices it. Noticing it, they tell us, is an attack on the LGBT community. So the assumption here, their assumption, apparently, is that gay people are in favor of molesting kids, and of course in favor of performing genital mutilation on minors. But that's absurd. No normal person is for this, gay or not. It's not anti-gay to oppose kiddie porn, or to feel horror at the fact that doctors are cutting the breasts off of healthy teenage girls. These are crimes, and most gay people think they're crimes. Why wouldn't they think that? Protecting children from adults who want to sexually exploit them is a basic human instinct, and it's a noble instinct. And yet NBC News is doing its best to redefine that instinct as a crime. Yesterday, NBC brought on its law enforcement expert, by the way, a former assistant director of the FBI, to warn viewers that anyone who complains about the sexualization of children will be punished by the legal system, will be sued into bankruptcy and destroyed. Watch this. There was going to be a drag brunch the next day at Club Q. And uh, that's a way to get kids to see, hey, look, it's a person. Doesn't necessarily look like the people that you see every day at the store or whatever. Um, but these are, real, these are real people with lives and emotions. They like the same stories that you do. There's nothing sexualized about it. But every time there's one of those now, the Proud Boys show up because there's an account on the Internet called Lives of TikTok that's been pushed by 
you know, Tucker Carlson and uh, the Babylon Bee and the far right. Tucker in particular seems fixated on this anti-queer panic. In addition to his diatribes against drag shows, he's platformed anti-trans activists, used particularly vicious and extreme rhetoric to attack children's hospitals for providing trans youth and medical care. If he's a consumer of the people we just rattled off, from Lauren Boebert to Tucker Carlson, let's get it out. Let's get it out at trial. Let's expose it for what it is, name it and shame it. He's a consumer of these people, and those people should, should face civil consequences from the victims. Oh, so the former assistant director of the FBI calling for, quote, civil consequences against anyone who doesn't like the sexualization of children. If you complain about it, you're responsible for the murders that other people commit. Hmm, is that in the legal code? No, it's not. But NBC News is doing its very best to add it. MSNBC has spent the last two days suggesting that because he signed a bill banning teachers from sexualizing kindergartners, Ron DeSantis is somehow tied to a mass shooter in Colorado. Earlier this year, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis infamously signed into law what critics have called the Don't Say Gay Bill, which presents, prevents some teachers from even discussing the existence of gay and trans folks. When you have a Don't Say Gay Bill in the state of Florida, for instance, mm -hmm. or when Ron DeSantis wants to send the police to investigate drag shows. The Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida is certainly something that helps add to his national political profile. Um, but one thing is clear is they just want to continue demonizing folks and otherizing people. They started moving in the spring to LGBTQ people. Specifically, they, they were really excited about the Don't Say Gay Bill um, in Florida. So if you don't want a kindergarten teacher to talk to your kindergartner about sex, you're anti-gay? Hmm. Ron DeSantis is this. Ah! Oh my God. Oh my God. He's so excited. Tucker's been red-pilled. Tucker has been red-pilled. We know this. Tucker's been very well red-pilled. He says he doesn't believe in this. He does. He does. Let me show you some things, folks. There's some things he points out. He leaves it on the screen. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, did you guys see this? This is a nut. All right. So I'm going to jump back in this video. Let me show you what I saw. Yeah, because we're, we're back. Now he's just bitching about how they yeah. hate him. So. I know. I don't care about that. So let me show, about let me show you what I saw. Okay. What did you see? So Tucker very smartly does. Uh -huh. Brings up the babies and Podridge and Balenciaga, yeah. Yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> oh, tell me something. Yeah. Um, in this photo, does anybody else see any symbolism that's really, really important? That like maybe in this community we may have heard something about. Maybe somebody talked about. Maybe uh, one, two, three, maybe four or five of the different emblems that might be involved with child trafficking. Do you see any of those emblems mm -hmm. in that image? Oh, where? Where do you see it? The, the on the what side? What side? What side? Of what? Of what, though? Of, of what? Of the black. Of a what? Is that in the middle? What is that? It's an all. What? What is that? Is that? No, is that no? That's not an eye. Yes, it's a pupil. It would be a pupil. Think about it. So think about it. You have an all-seeing eye in the middle. You have a triangle to the left, and what do you have to the right? An obelisk to the right. Where have we seen that before? 
And the candles look very With the black box in the middle and the two candles on either side. Where have we seen all of this shit before? I don't know. Oh, that seems like some demonic shit, right? At first I said, okay, maybe not, right? But I mean, the stage shoes here, the bigger shoes than the child, yeah. the same color. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's a little weird. Yeah. The obvious satanic look, look at it. Everything is a pink, a black, a white, a purple. Very satanic and very fluid throughout. With another child shoe right here, very oddly placed. Doesn't make much sense, right? So then we move on. Let me move it just a little bit forward if I can grab it again. Move, move, move. Just okay. So what do you see here? Dragons. What else do you see? Do you see how the circle and the moons line up with the bear going back out? And what do you see in the bear? One eye closed, one eye open. Where have we seen that before? With more or less uh, covering one eye. Look at all of the pedophilia fucking links to this shit. The black and white writing in the background. What does that signify? The opposite of what we see. You don't see you remember if it was black on white, that's good. White on black is bad. Any time that you see white on black writing, bad. All right. Yes, Nabear. Thank you. There's so many child pedophilia shit in here. The plaid with the black and white background. That is a big one. The plastic bag. Look at the plastic bag right here. That looks like the little plastic bags that the kids are coming across with from Mexico. Mm. Same shit. You want to know how I know that? Because there's only one organization out there that hands those bags out and anybody in the military is going to tell you right now that I'm dead right. UNCHCR. The UNCHCR, the United Nations Human, uh, Council on Human Current Affairs bullshit. They're the only ones that hand out this fucking bag. Well, Guess what that means? That's, fucking, that's, like that's the bag. That's the bag that child sex trafficking is done through. All right. That's. I'm right. just letting you know there's tons of these. So let me go back because it gets worse. Let me fast forward because the next one's the worst one, I think. That's the one that I was like, wait a minute. All right. What do you see there? Think about it using your other brain. Mm -hmm. Use your current events brain, and I want you to mash it up with your conspiracy brain. Because there's something that was called into question by another individual not too long ago, within the last four to five, six, seven days. What? Ten days. Tell me. Did he didn't that that guy Yi? Yeah. Didn't he lose a billion dollars from something? Yeah, yeah, he lost it. Yeah, a billion dollars from Adidas, right? Uh, How is Adidas marked with three white stripes and a black background? Mm -hmm. What do I see on top of this? Yeah, three white stripes and black background. Oh yeah. shit! That's the first thing I noticed. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
wait a minute. What has this got to do with ye and Adidas? Is Adidas in on this? And then what's underneath this bag? Uh, that Supreme Court opinion. Yes, that. where it says sexualization of children yep. four times in one paragraph. Sex, 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 yep. Huh. That's interesting. Just throwing it out there. Why is that such a big deal? Where is Adidas the biggest in the world? Southeast Asia? Yeah. Adidas is huge in Southeast Asia. Like Adidas is the Nike of America in Southeast Asia. Let me just put it to you that way. All right. That's what an Adidas emblem is. Every kid in Southeast Asia wears Adidas. They don't wear Nike. They don't wear fucking. How long has my mic been off for? I don't know. Was it off? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Know. You're the one in charge of the mics. What the fuck? I didn't. Okay. I didn't turn your mic off. You, well, obviously you did. Probably when the clip ended. Anyway. I don't know. But either way. You have Adidas symbols. That's weird. The yellow pad kind of sticks out weird too, because if you think about it, it looks like a like a. Uh, it always reminds me of like a receipt book. All right, like there's something being sold, but the court document underneath the Adidas bag is a dead giveaway with the hoop surrounding the Supreme Court document. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Can we make this any more obvious? No, it's just blatant. It's in your face. They don't give a they shit anymore. No, they don't just, care. They're, they're putting it out there. They're letting dead. you know we're going to take your children and we're going to sell them to the highest bidder. Mm -hmm. It don't fucking matter no yeah, more. They don't. They don't face any consequences. Why should they care? This is just. I, I mean, it's blatant. And now I. I really do think that Adidas is involved in this. This is all involving Adidas. It wouldn't surprise me. Adidas was a Nazi organization. It is just like Volkswagen. I'm sorry, guys, bug lovers, Jetta lovers. I get it. I, I, Your butt hurt. Didn't They're we go great over that? cars. Didn't we go over how Adidas was founded by a, but a Nazi? Yeah. Volkswagen yeah. and Adidas were both founded by Nazis. Yeah. Fucking the worst part is Volkswagen was not just founded by a Nazi, but a Gestapo member of the Nazi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad Nazi. Bad, bad, bad. Like, I'm going to kill Jews Nazi. Yeah. I'm just saying. Jesus, this is no brainer shit. But uh, Tucker's dead on though. He's yeah. been red pilled. He sees he's he's not bringing this up because he thinks it's the right thing to do. He's bringing it up because he agrees with it. He he doesn't think we're crazy. Tucker figured it out. Mm -hmm. Something brought him to the light. Tucker's been red pilled. Mm -hmm. I like this because you know what's going to happen now. Tucker's going to pick a fight with Fox News. Watch, I'm telling you, I'm just guessing the future. We'll see. There's going to be a fight picked because Tucker's going to say, "No, no, 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 I don't agree with this." We'll see. I don't know because you know because I know I heard somebody else has been too, but I, this is a test, so we're going to find out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Some, someone else has been red pilled over Fox News. Oh yeah, big time. Oh, big time. Okay. And she's the type and she's the fiery spunky type that will do it on air just to piss everybody okay. off. Hey, you know what? Um, play the, the one that says breaking news, the, the second you. to last one yeah, there. and Yeah, that one. And then the CNN one after that. So this is uh, a little bit of what Tucker was talking about. And this goes into the, uh, the, the, the Club Q shooting. shooting. Yeah. Because there's oh, all sorts of stuff coming out about that. Yeah, we'll get to that.
Yeah. Ooh, I've got some new conspiracies, folks. Randy, explain that when you hear that, your reaction to it, and then kind of walk us through how, how rhetoric online, rhetoric from politicians Actually, can ultimately trickle down into shooting. real life and seeing examples of what happened over the weekend. Yeah, the response is heartbreaking. I mean, it's a group of marginalized, vulnerable people who are um, disproportionately the victims of this, these sort of hate crimes who are just simply saying, please stop, mm. please stop making money and gaining political power on our backs and on, on violence against us. And seemingly the answer from everybody is no, we won't stop that because it's too politically expedient or it makes us too much money and we don't want to, or we don't know how. Um, I've been following this since about March and April. We follow, you know, online hate trends, I guess. And since April and March, really, the LGBT community has been the main focus of this hatred. It starts, it, there is a pipeline. It starts from some smaller accounts online, like Libs of TikTok. It moves to the right-wing blogosphere, and then it ends up on Tucker Carlson, or it ends up out of a right-wing politician's mouth. And it's a really dangerous cycle that that does have real-world consequences. Wow. So they're they're they legit blaming deep. the right wing for now. And this was before the court, uh, the lawyer for the shooter said that he identifies as non-binary. Okay. Oh, and he uses is, them, they pronouns. This is when they were trying thus, to spin thus. that the shooter had to be MAGA, that this was spurred MAGA. on by, this was a, an LGBTQ hate crime, yada, yada, yada. But play the next one. Now it comes out that this guy is non-binary or this person, this thing, this thing is, is non-binary. Okay. And it's a thing. And, um, and so this was, now this is their reaction. All right. Uh, watch, watch, Just watch. Remember, these are also the, the hypocrisy same, of this. this is also the same people. They're going to ask you. We didn't know what was going on when they were telling you to take the jab. No, no, no. Now fucked hard. Yeah. Not well, this time. Nah. They're killing themselves. But anyway. Not there. God. It's disgusting. Natalie, when we started the show, we just got we got a little bit of news earlier that the attorneys for the shooter um, are now saying that the shooter is non-binary. And the shooter the shooter uh, would like to use the pronouns they them. And this is for the court in all court papers. And that's what um, Anderson Aldrich's attorneys are saying. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that's um, complete ludicrous. <laughs> um, I believe they're just saying that because they want to have um, the easy way out on this. Um, that's really, really... Um, offending, especially being a transgender woman myself, that a male, which it was obvious with the mugshot, that's a man, that's not a non-binary person because in no way, shape, or form could they appear as a woman the next day. Um, it's really offensive to even hear that, that they're playing that role. Um, and if they're non-binary, why would you go after the club where you feel safe at? Why would you do that to a community where you are welcomed in? if you are non-binary? Excellent question. Obviously, all of this will have to be answered. I don't know. Maybe some of your people didn't accept him as non-binary. Maybe he wasn't actually welcomed because I maybe you were you just a judgmental bitch. 
So, um, or me, dude, as, yeah. as a, as a, a straight woman, twat. As, as a mother, I'll, I'll call you a twat. No, um, that's rude. I won't call you a you're twat. Offensive you're offensive to me. You're a dickhead. You're offensive to me trying to co- pro- proclaim that you're a woman. So fuck you being offended by his not being non-binary, whatever. No, no, no. It doesn't, doesn't work both ways. You can't have it both ways. Either you accept everybody is what they say they are, or you grab the junk and see what's really down there. You grab him by the pussy. So it's one or the other. And you're right, Linda. He really does need to get his roots done. That's horrible. No that real thing? woman. No real woman. Would, no real woman would walk around with roots. Friends don't let friends walk around with roots like that. I'm sorry. You just no. You just don't. Okay. So what are firefighters doing with Joe? Well, however, Joe never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah. Joe. Joe well, is taking this opportunity to speak out. On Thanksgiving, about about guns, about gun violence, and he's protected by more guns mm-hmm. than anybody else in the world. Yep. But, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yes, Happy Thanksgiving. The idea that we're not enforcing red flag laws, period, just based on knowledge, not on parents saying or loved ones saying you should arrest this person now for his own sake. It's ridiculous. We got a one of the first red flag laws in the state of Delaware. My son Bo is the one enforcing it, and it made a lot of difference. It saved lives. So that's number one. Number two, the idea, the idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. It has no no social redeeming value. Zero. None. Hey, babe. What? How many of your guns are semi-automatic? All of them. How many guns sold in the United States are semi-automatic? Almost all of them. Okay. A lot of them. Okay. I'm I just, just uh, no. What, I have what? one weapon. I correction. I have two weapons that are not okay. semi-automatic. What what defines a semi-automatic weapon? Automatic reload. Okay. So so basically like you shoot and then another bullet goes into the chamber automatically. Exactly. So like not a revolver that you have to spin Correct. it. Okay. That is what Joe wants to ban. I'm just, I'm just saying. Anyway, let's keep what? going. All semi-automatic weapons. He, he said, he just said the idea that we still sell semi-autom, that you can still purchase a semi-automatic weapon in this country is sick. He, lit- he just said that it's sick. It did. Yep. Good point. Just saying. Not a single solitary rationale for it except profit for the gun manufacturer. Can you do anything about gun laws during the lame yeah, duck? Sir? I'm going to try. What will you I'm, try and do? I'm going to try to get rid of assault weapons. During the lame duck? I'm going to do it whenever I, I got to make that assessment as I get in and start counting the votes. Mr. Yeah, yeah, you you're directly involved in Can you give your assessment on whether Ukraine aid will need to be topped up in the lame duck? Well, I, yes. As a matter of fact, I just had another drawdown. I signed another drawdown of over three hundred million dollars, and uh, there's no time. This is no time to walk away from Ukraine, not at all. Now we had a lot of talk in this last election about whether the, the other team is going to continue to support Ukraine. I still believe there's enough support there. Can you talk about what the holdup is, Mr. President? I can't because it's the middle of the negotiations still. But uh, have my, you been in touch with the parties again? My team has been in touch with all the parties in rooms with the parties, and uh, I have uh, 
I, I have not directly engaged yet because they're, they're still talking. Thanks, folks. Oh, the oil, the oil price cap, sir? Will that when will you get your annual physical, Mr. President? When do you think I need it? <laughs> you just had a birthday. <laughs> I've gotten my I will get it. Part of my physical is already done, and I'll be getting it before the end of the year. Okay. Have you talked to Secretary you, Yellen you about the oil go. price cap talk, sir? Uh, yes, and uh, it's, uh, it's in play. Thank, Thank you. About Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, did you see his handler? So, his handler. Oh. In case you're wondering, this is his handler right yep. here. Pull you hear that bitch? You hear that bitch yelling <laughs> like done. right we're up done. on the microphones? We're done. We're done. Yep. That's who it is. That's Joe, his handler. Joe said more in that two and a half minutes than he said. He said his whole presidency. Yeah. 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 He said it's sick that we still sell semi-automatic weapons, which yep. is like 90% of the guns that are sold in this country. Yep. Okay. Um, he said he wants to uh, ban assault weapons. All right. Hey, babe. Yeah. This is an assault weapon. Why? Because if I light it and fucking burn you with it, then I'm it, You just you. assaulted me. But uh, it's then an it's assault an assault weapon. weapon. It's an assault but weapon. But it's not one right now. Hey, babe. If I hit you over the head with this, it's an assault weapon. At that point, yes, it's an assault weapon. Okay. Would you stop threatening me with a day before my birthday? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want to die when I'm 46, bitch. Well, Good even year and all, but better to kill you today before you turn 46 then. Fuck you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But you make a good point because a gun isn't an assault weapon until you pull the trigger and, exactly. and it fires a bullet. Exactly. So we're gonna ban what, everything. What classifies your weapon as an assault weapon? Yeah. What what classify no seriously? Look at the law and the way the law is written. The law prescribes that an assault weapon is anything built that has the deemable, redeemable classability of a combat weapon that is designed to assault someone. Well, designed to assault someone. So a we're, we're now based on pre-crime because we're prescribing that this weapon system will eventually assault someone. No, it won't assault anyone. Any one of my guns will murder someone. Is that is is that pretty yeah. clear? Yeah. My guns don't assault anybody. I they mean, murder the motherfucker. I, you know, my gun might assault someone because I'm not nearly as good of a shot as he is. But like him and the kids, no, that that's that's straight up. You're dead. Yeah. yeah. It's you're dead. It's yeah. over. Yep. Count your chickens, but if you want to go that route, I will also be the guy that turns myself in Ooh. because I'm not going to run, especially if it was in self-defense. I just had a thought though. You know what else is an assault weapon? The jab. That's honestly, you want to talk about one that's a bigger killer a right now? My weapon. guns haven't First done off, dick next to those. It assaults you when you, when it actually injects you, pierces right? Because your skin. it pierces your skin. Yeah. That is an assault. That's penetration, it, folks. That is and an it's assault. not just the tip. Okay? And then, when it keeps going, when they, they put that four and a half billion proteins in your body to tell it to make spike protein four and a half billion little mrnas in there saying make spike protein make this deadly spike every single one of those is an assault weapon yeah. you're gonna ban those joe joe is that next just saying just wondering that'd be nice hey if but, i mean if we're gonna then, be honest and take the law at face value fine let's take the law at face value what is really if you want to take it that way why are you 
did we start practicing pre-crime? Did somebody just have Minor- the? Are, are we? Are we? Do we have minority people, report? Do we have oracles that tell us the future mm-hmm. about who's going to kill somebody? Is somebody about to get a red ball here? Um, I mean, and I'm not talking a good eight ball. The Bible. We're pretty much idolizing false prophets at this point. So, uh, what's next? Sodom and Gomorrah. They did not realize their society was going to collapse. To San Francisco. Correct. Sorry. <laughs> let me let me put this. Let me redefine this for you. San Diego and San Francisco were not aware their societies were going to collapse until the day before it happened. Yes, Luke eight seventeen had no idea that their societies were going to be destroyed till the day before. What told them? God. God sent an angel. Said, "Hey, y'all fucked." And they said, "Wait." And, and uh, no, but Lot said, hey, if if I can find what a sort of a hundred good men, if I can find one well, good man of a hundred, he started with a hundred. If I can find a hundred good men, will you save the city? And the angel said, yes. And he said, well, if I can find 10 good men, will you save the city? And the angel said, yes. If I can find one good man, will you save the city? And he said, yes. And you know what? Couldn't find one. Nope. Not even his own kids. And then the angel said, don't look back. And Lot's wife, that dumb bitch, turned around and said, why not? And then she turned into a pillar of salt. So I just, folks, it's not, it it, it can't be any more biblical. I don't think. I'm trying to think of something that could be more biblical that couldn't smack you in the mouth. But right now, I can't think of a thing. This can't be more biblical and fucking the weirdest shit in the world. Two worlds that never collide. I don't know how. Mm. Think about it. You got more people out there like me and Josh, for instance. Perfect example. You got a lot of veterans that have fucking ongoing podcasts. Yeah. We talk about this shit. Okay. We are with you all. We did serve our time under the fucking unholy rule of that bastard we call Uncle Sam. We did our time. We got our stamp. We punched our card. But now we're with you. We agree. We're like, yes, we've seen it. We've actually can tell you about it. You want to know about the bodies? We buried them. We can show you where. Terralingo is a real fucking place. I've been there. I put a couple people in the ground there. It's not a joke. They told you in a movie because they're not jokey. Because I know in the movies, that's how they tell us today. They started in books. They actually started in scripture, which is worse. Mm -hmm. They started in scripture, normalizing shit. Heads on plates. Really? Does that sound like a fair and just God? Well, hold on. That's biblical prophecies of the, what the fleas of a thousand mules, testicles (sighs) infesting your body. Does that sound like a just the God, the, the God of the Old Testament God? was not the same as the God of the New Testament. So, okay. my, 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 but my point, my point, the story, the story itself is where it starts. Yeah, because the God of the Old Testament is coming back. We got to figure this shit out, folks. This is not hard. 
But it wow. doesn't it doesn't take a degree in rocket surgery or another degree in brain science. Well, trust right. me. Listen, listen, Klaus Schwab and Noir Al Harari think they have it figured out. So um I can't wait to hear just it. wait. Since we've been on the whole, you know, World Economic Forum. End of the world. Here the world we go. Hey, why not? Uh, while, while I'm at it, why not? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats <laughs> living together, mass hysteria. There it is. Exactly. This is fun. Nothing better than these two. It's fun. God is dead, according to the World Economic Forum, who have also declared that Jesus is fake news and that WEF leaders have acquired divine powers to rule over humanity. According to the WEF, a new one world religion has arrived and it unites all of humanity in worshipping at the altar of climate science, techno-communism and eugenics. If you find it hard to believe Klaus Schwab's WEF would go this far, you clearly haven't been paying attention to developments in recent times. Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari, has announced that the WEF has been so successful in its plans that it's acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. The blasphemy doesn't stop there. Harari also promises that the WEF will turn humans into gods. Developing even bigger powers than ever before, we are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. The WEF is also increasingly hostile to Christianity and other major religions. If you read between the lines just a little, it's clear that the WEF is consciously attempting to supplant Jesus. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. According to the WEF, Jesus is fake news, God is dead, and you do not have a soul. You are a hackable animal who does not have the capacity for free will. The World Economic Forum has spent decades quietly infiltrating democratically elected governments, penetrating cabinets, and wielding an outsized influence on the world from the corridors of Schwab's Swiss hideout in Davos. So we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, rece at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau, and I know that half of this cabinet or even more half of uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world economic forum these tyrants have now become arrogant and sure of their own success they are no longer hiding in the shadows and pulling puppet strings from behind the curtain according to schwab it is his role to shape the transformation of the world in the current period and unsurprisingly he admires the chinese Real quick, let us go back. Let us go back because you're all talking about it. Because I just said. Let us go back. Look at I, those I told you, you have to take this shit. You have to look at it from our point of view. You can't just take it on what they're saying. You have to look at everything, what they're wearing, what's on them, what what identifies them as being new world leader bullshit, these fucking new world order traitorous bullshit motherfuckers. Watch this. Watch. Right here. Look at that. Look at that. 
the sun. That's those are pagan symbols, both mm-hmm. of them. And that whole and thing, that too. whole getup he's wearing, that is on a that is very dark for. I, I mean, I, I don't yeah, see it any looks good like some in that. Star Wars shit, which Star Wars was very satanic in its own right. Um, but uh, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, folks. And since we paused it real quick, I do just want to say that no, you're all Harari is entirely wrong. God is real. Jesus is not fake news, and you do have a soul, or most of you do. I hope. Not sure about these fucks up, up here, but uh, I, I know that y'all have a soul. So anyway, keep going on him. Yeah, because you actually listen. You, mm-hmm. you pay attention. We Trust me, we field all your questions. We love them. Please send them. Keep, keep, keep mm-hmm. bringing them. Shape the transformation of the world in the current period. And unsurprisingly, he admires the Chinese system of state control authoritarianism. On the G20, you were there meeting some of the leaders as well. <laughs> Professor Schwab, what do you make of the result? Finally, they put something as a statement, and it seems quite positive with all the voices included. I think it's positive. It's uh, already positive through the fact that everybody agreed about the statement, which we haven't had the last years. Now, the base has been formed. But um, we have to go one step further. We have to have a strategic mood. We have to construct the world of tomorrow. It's a systemic transformation of the world. So we have to define how the world should look like, which we want to come out of this transformation period. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years. I think it's um, a role model for many countries. With world leaders and cabinets firmly under their control, Western democracy has been decimated. Trudeau's Canada has become a wasteland of authoritarian control. Jacinda Ardern's New Zealand is arguably even more tightly controlled by the Davos technocrats. Why should they respect us and our human and constitutional rights if they see us as hackable animals? Tell me something, folks. You know, I I get so frustrated with people like this sometimes. But tell me something. If Davos and all these motherfuckers are controlling these ass clowns, right? And I'm sorry. I I know too many Canadians. I know I I give Canadians a lot, a, a really hard time. I really do. I do. But I got a lot of respect because you motherfuckers live in a pretty brutal climate, austere environment. All right. And that's a, that's a rough one to survive in. Um, yeah, and, y'all are hardcore. And I, I, I give a lot of respect to people who can do that and, and live there and stay there their whole entire life. But one of the things I've got the biggest problem with is I can't believe there are so many fucking retarded Canadians that are running out saying, give us a jab. I, I don't understand how Trudeau is still in power. Okay. There has to be a way that you all can remove Trudeau. There's literally a story that came out today of a woman uh, in her 30s who is essentially destitute. And so um, rather than, you know, I don't know, give her... the 
education, training, something to, to help her. That yeah, they're they're putting her up for I, I, that's assisted what suicide. I, I just it makes my head hurt to think that Canadians are letting this happen to their own people. It makes my head hurt even worse that Americans are even thinking about it. Motherfuckers, you bring that shit here. I tell you what. You'll be the first one to try we, those maids. You don't have to start the Civil War. I'll take care of that. I will take care of that because the first motherfucker I hear even open their mouth about even thinking about introducing that as a bill in the state of Georgia. I'll go ahead and remove that situation right there and right then. Because I'm sorry, there is no way that we are going to fund any sort of fucking thing that fucking would even come close to having somebody with the ability to fucking commit suicide. Nah, 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 bear. That don't work. That don't fly for me. Fuck that shit. I can tell you that right now. And my T Patriot, that's fucking hysterical. We were, we were talking about the whole assault weapons thing. And he said, I always carry with me my assault spoon. If you do not remember what an assault spoon is, you never, you never ate an MRE because I always had my assault spoon in my pocket, prepared, ready to go. I have cleared more doors with an assault spoon than I have with a weapon. I can tell you that right now. And for those of you really in the know, you know exactly what I just said, and you know what I exactly just said is absolutely true, but I won't get oh, into that. All right. Are we going to finish with uh, how Klaus Schwab's trying to take over the world? I guess so. Okay. Since we're already there. Yeah. No, it's a plastic one, actually, but, and we had to cut it to a spork, but Nobody's keeping track. Trust me, that's some gay shit. Incapable of free thought. Take a look at Brazil for a glimpse of the future. President Bolsonaro's supporters are protesting what they claim to be a wildly unfair and corrupt election. WEF favourite Lula, who hasn't even taken office yet, has already started enacting Klaus Schwab's playbook, freezing the bank accounts of protesters amid a chilling crackdown on freedom of speech and the right to protest peacefully. First Canada, now Brazil. Next, the United States. French billionaire Philippe Argelier claims he has four databases that will expose 38 individuals who control the whole world and run the shadow government. Bill Gates, who needs no introduction, is one of those 38 unelected individuals who control the daily lives of 8 billion people. According to Argelier, he can prove the Biden administration takes direct orders from the shadow government. And altogether, 38 individuals run the daily lives of 8 billion people on earth. Maria, the shadow government, is the entity that is behind most, if not all, elected government that tell them what to do and what not to do based upon geopolitical agreement. No, we're not going to let him finish. You want to know why? We all know this. This is nothing new. You've heard us talk this came about out a year this. ago. This, we, well, this you've heard particular us Pierre Agilier came you out a year ago that talking we, about we, this. We've talked about this. We've talked about and the shadow government. We have, basis. we have talked about how there is people in place above us mm -hmm. that control everything we do. And if you didn't know about it, I apologize. But we, we've done shows. Trust me. Yeah. We have talked at length about this at nauseum. The, All right. Well, let's let's move on to something fun then. Um, just just a just a little fun. Do I? 
uh, no Kinzinger. That that's FTX. I don't give a fuck about FTX. Um, oh so God. if you guys just the the fun distraction of the week, okay. That's all this is. This is. It's gayer this is, than this is. This is actually because you you all do realize because I'm not sure people are this aware is all distraction because like this morning again listening to local radio. I, I was a little put off. I got to be honest with one of the stories I heard on one of the local conservative stations and they were talking about this cat, uh, cat turd. No S- Smith. No, uh, oh, Jack Smith, Jack Smith. And they were talking about how he's going to convict Trump of some crime. And I was sitting there going, wait well, a minute. That, okay. That investigation hasn't been funded and they're not going to fund it. And when they don't fund it, you're fucked because they have to put it on the next congressional budget committee. That's not quite true. It is currently funded. Correct. But the funding runs out before the congressional term. And correct. And um, some of the incoming GOP congressmen say that they are not going to fund it. Yeah. But until that actually happens, we don't know that that's the case. Because remember, there's two ways that uh, there's two ways that they kill an office. There's the first way where they openly do it. They say, hey, look, we started this investigation. Our bad dog. We're nixing that one, just like we promised you in our election videos. Boom. Done. Gone. The second way they do it is the way much more preferred by politicians because they don't openly vote against it but what they do is they don't fund it yeah and when there's no money there's no office there's nobody gone see ya peace everybody gets farmed out to the system that is no longer an office and it disappears just like that now is this gonna happen here uh, right now i i'm not holding my breath on anything now of course uh the wife of of jack smith uh, donated to Biden campaign. He pro- she she produced Michelle Obama's film based on her book. She's one Becoming of the Project Four. Did you hear about the oh, Project sorry, Four? Do you, do you know about the Project Four? She's one of the Project Four, the first four big Democrats, yeah. like outside of the office of the light. You know the mm-hmm. the first four they talk about all the time. Uh, she's one of them. Yeah, she's so one of the Project Four. That's Jack Smith's wife. So that's that's going after Trump. So I mean, they can say all day that they've not politicized the Department of Justice, but that we all know that that's bullshit. We, we all know we that's all know bullshit. bullshit. We've talked so, at nauseum mm-hmm. at that about that as well. We but know. Anyway, but on, on for the fun distraction. So yes. Cat Turd, Cat Turd on Twitter. If you guys don't follow Cat Turd, he's fucking hysterical. Um, Cat Turd on Twitter put out uh, something a, a meme. A picture of Kinzinger um, laying something stupid laying and funny. on the ground, yeah. and like the top half is blue, and the yellow half is the bottom half is yellow, and he's pissing on himself with a really small wiener, right? Itty bitty dick. An Anthony wiener. It, it, itty bitty dick. Anyway, it's pretty funny. Okay, um, Kinzinger took great exception to it. Go, go ahead and play this. He this got a little bitchy. He really did. He said, he and then like, he cried. He literally he threatened him. He Man down. And I, I wonder how many people reported him because someone threatened, uh, like said, oh, I hope that lives of TikTok. Who's going to kill? Who's finally going to kill lives of TikTok? And a bunch of people, including me, reported them for violence and they got suspended. What difference at this point does it make? So uh, what, I wonder if anyone reported Adam Kinzinger for violence, because look, we just put this up real quick. With flames coming out of their butthole. Well, yeah. Um, he said, literal, Adam Kinzinger said, literal evil. If I met you in person, it would not end well for you, sicko. That sounds like a violent threat. That sounds like a threat to me. Against cats hurt. Anyway. Bring it, this. bitch. This is fucking funny. Bring it, you little yes. hobo. I'd fucking take your ass. 
faggot. Um, a number of you and gotten to know you. I think it's important to tell you right now, though. You guys may, like, individually feel a little broken. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. You guys held. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. I hate that little faggot. The next one real quick though, because we because we have a breaking news update. Uh oh, breaking yes, news. Yes, a breaking, breaking news, news. A, a breaking news breaking. update from Tucker. All right. Okay. The, the, yeah, that one. There you go. Wait a minute. This is breaking news. Breaking news. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. <laughs> And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Quick news alert here. We wanted to let you know that we've just received a tip that Adam Kinzinger is still crying. He was <laughs> spotted again this afternoon, seated on a bench on 17th Street in downtown Washington, overlooking DuPont Circle. Why was he crying? We can only speculate here. Perhaps it was just the profound ennui of life. Perhaps he is what P.G. Woodhouse often described as a sensitive plant. He feels too much. It's too much for him. He can't stand the injustice of the world, the meanness, the cruelty, the insensitivity of his fellow man. We don't know. Maybe he looked into the yawning abyss of his soul and burst into tears. If you know, contact us. We'd like to report it. All we know is he's crying again. <laughs> oh, the never-ending yawnness of his soul. <laughs> Fucking Tucker. <laughs> Super troll. Uh, we have a troll alert, folks. Troll alert. Uh, Tucker is a troll. Super troll. Oh, Holy shit. Killing it. Oh, that fucking is hysterical. Oh, that right. now has me. But but we we couldn't we couldn't let we couldn't let uh, Adam Kinsinger have have all the fun. Play play the one in the bottom right. Yeah, that one. I no, want to no, play no. that one. No, no, no we're not play, we'll play that fun. one next. But yeah, no, we'll play this one real quick. Just just because you know Adam Kinsinger. Adam Kinsinger is not the have only one. All the fun. No. Okay. Nope. Because we no. gotta be drunk first. If we're gonna watch cats beat people if we up, can't then have a no-fly zone. Let us <laughs> have our own, and we need the airplanes to come in. Putin is trying to <laughs> bake the trap. <laughs> Shit, that's hysterical, dude. <laughs> Bitch, get out! You're fucking waving your hand at me. What the fuck you think you are, you stupid little whore? I'll kill you. Bitch, get out! All right, all right. There you go. Somehow I think this is just going to be inappropriate, but it'll be funny <laughs> as shit. I know that much. Probably. Enjoy this, folks. Okay. You're welcome. Are you hanging in, Stewie? Not good. The marionettes are still attacking me. All my accounts are being flooded. They doxed my favorite Froyo place. And someone even made a deepfake of me at the Capitol riots. 
was there, but I never went inside the building, man. Family Guy talking about January 6th. January 6th. Yeah. I was there, but I didn't go in the, the building, man. Building. I didn't go in the building. You didn't go in the building either. I was there, but I didn't go in the building, man. But hey. Wait, wait, that, was in a, that was in a fucking <laughs> Family Guy episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. That means it's getting... Oh, man. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. This is when... Okay. Yeah. So, I, watch the progression. I'm just letting... Please watch it. If you don't believe me, if you're skeptical about what I'm saying, and I know there's some people that are going, you're fucking higher than a kite, Mick. I, mean, I might true. be. Yeah, it might I be. might be. <laughs> I might be somewhere around cloud 13 right now, but oh. it's just because I feel no pain. But I can tell you this. If you watch the progression of everything, just watch. Remember when this started, it was, uh, it was merely just within Congress. It was just within the Senate was just within talking crowds of the outside fringe media. Right. Then it became mainstream. And as it became mainstream, they transversed it from mainstream to super ultra mainstream, as I like to call it. Cause when you make the news more than like two days in a row on like, you know, NBC, like good morning, like today or yeah. good morning America or CNN in the morning, shit like that. You, you kind of bounce up there. That's like the mega news. You moved up a, a notch. Right. And then you make it two days in a row. Then there's something there. It's a story at that point. And it carries on for a number of weeks. And if you watch and then as it starts to die down, they bring it back. Well, how do they bring it back? Mick, how, how would you bring it back? Well, I would do it in your normal sitcoms. The shit you watch on Sunday night with the your Simpsons, family when you're family sitting guy. around TV waiting for Sunday night football to kick off and you, you've got the TV on the other shit and boom, you start watching that shit. And now all of a sudden it makes family guy. Now watch, watch. It's going to go one step further before it hits. Did it make SVU yet? No, that's next. <clears throat> that's okay. next. When it makes SVU, so then when it it's makes totally prime time, yep. S, like SVU, something like that. Like yep. when it hits like Chicago Med or Chicago fucking PD or whatever, yeah, fire yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. When it hits those, that's it. That's when it's they, over. Yeah. When that's, next that's step the final is narrative. silver screen. Yeah. Next step, they're making a movie. <clears throat> next step, we're fucked because they're going to have a three and a half hour movie about January 6th. And what they believe took place on January 6th mm. for the uneducated. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're all going to go. We're going to laugh. We're going to giggle because we're going to be like, this shit is fucking wronger Dude. than fuck. Wait till they make a movie. About oh, I I can already with you leading it off or me. I no I because can, I, I can went already, with that video with that dude. See it. No, but with the, no, the, I'm the not. Naked I'm dude. not talking about a documentary. I'm talking about like wait till they make a like a fictionalized movie about it, and and they'll do it from like someone who's they'll do it from the perspective like the the main character will be a. a complete Q-tard, like completely engrossed in QAnon and, and like go into the Capitol on January 6th to save the, save the democracy. And, and they end up inside the building and they get completely, um, you know, then they get raided by the FBI they get completely and, and they end blue up in, pilled. and they end, yes. And they and get completely, everything goes back yes. to the way that no, it never was yep. this way. Yep. That'll be a primetime sitcom. Yep. 
And maybe, you watch, maybe. it'll go, they, it'll they, go they about could, 10 they, seasons. They could, they could go silver screen with it, though. They could. Yeah. They could. Yeah. It could be a movie. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We have to, you have to watch. But I want to bring that to the forefront, Def Griffin, because I've got to tell you right now. Oliver Stone just released his new JFK movie. A new JFK movie. Totally stole all that shit from Corey. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't even go down. Thank God. Well, he, that's he true. Never... Corey, Corey connected dots. Oliver Stone didn't. Corey is amazing. Um, I'm going to give Corey all the props in the world, but Oliver Stone's new movie is actually really good, but it's really scary if you watch it. Reason is the first quarter of the movie is narrated by Whoopi Goldberg. But no, listen, listen. There's hope. She's going to die. She's got COVID. No, there's hope. I mean, that not that hope? No, there's hope. That's kind of hope for me. No, there's hope. Mm. You hear her talk about something that sounds just like you and I. You hear her actually believe in what she's saying that, hey, look, JFK was not killed by one shooter. Tell me something. How many of you out there started your conspiracy world at JFK? I can tell you right now, that's one of the big ones that set me down a road that I, not a lot of you would have followed. But when I started learning about ballistics, when I started learning about shooting, when I realized that the shot that supposedly Leah Harvey Oswald took in light wind, and it was blowing from the south, the southwest that day at less than three miles an hour, um, I was even impressed with his marksmanship to the point that it would seem odd that somebody who didn't really shoot that much was that accurate. Okay? Put it that way. First. Second, I had access to a whole lot of testimony before you all did. Some of the testimony I saw, some of the things I've heard about, some of the things I've read, some of it was folklore, of course, passed through different intelligence agencies. Some people actually went and showed me where I could find it, and I got to read it before a lot of you did. Since then, it's been cleared, and I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. I knew long before about the written testimony of the 17 people that talked about JFK's head exploding from the front side of the vehicle. The actual sworn written testimony of people that saw JFK's head back and to the left. Back and to the left. Okay? There's a, there was another person that saw that before you all did. And his name, we happen to know him on a personal level, and he knows my interest into JFK as well as anybody else. And I can tell you right now, he can, if you believe yourself to be a righteous person, and you believe that everything that we did at World War II was to correct an imbalance in the world. And that all of those brave people that went over there to include my grandfathers fought in World War II. If you believe that we were a righteous whole people then, you were wrong. 
And I hate to tell you that. I hate to be the one to break you of that. Yeah, America funded both sides of the war. What we were doing was creating what we are today. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were pushing an agenda that we weren't even aware we were pushing back then. Okay. Well, it didn't became, it did not become emergent in this country until November 22nd, 1963, November 22nd, 1963. That was the last time the United States of America elected a free and elected president without no push on either side without anything that that's not true i mean that's not completely true because <clears throat> he was, did he, he, he did he have, did, have help from the mob cheating but yeah there was cheating on both sides and both sides were battling each other for the lead he won that election at the end of the day one side cheated more than the other whatever it's immaterial at the end of the day he won that election honestly okay can we put the mob back in charge of this country because the shit ran a lot better under them and it was a lot more fair yeah my point <clears> is this that was the last time we had a free and elected democratic leader of this country. When are we all going to take stock and notice of that and say that maybe it's time we have that again? Maybe it's time we call the bullshit that we see for what it is. It's bullshit. We need to get rid of it. There is a way to do it. Our forefathers, they gave us this great document. It's called the Constitution of the United States of America. Oh, man, I love it. It's one of my favorite documents. It will teach you how to run this country step for step for step for step. Let's just go back and follow that. Okay. If we can't fix what we have now, let's just go back to what we started with in the beginning. Let's forget all the other bullshit. Let's just start back at the beginning. Okay. We don't need to recreate the wheel. No. Just go back to basics. We we just, we have the document. Mm -hmm. It teaches us what we're supposed to do. It keeps our morals straight and our values and our virtues pointed in the right direction. Yeah. And uh, speaking of values and virtues pointing in the right direction, you said that that shit better not come here. You know, suicide, uh, assisted suicide. Um, Hate to break it to you, love, but it's already here uh Latoya has been putting in the chat here you go uh hold Oregon on, death with dignity act 1994 about 1997 washington death with dignity montana act. vermont montana, no no, no. Montana okay. Baxter okay. versus I, I got you montana I, courts vermont Latoya. california colorado washington dc i'm talking georgia Latoya. yeah where i'm we just live. talking in georgia I'm not traveling to start a fight. I'm going to start the fight right here local if I'm going to do it. I'm going to fight my own backyard because, first of all, I'm not going to tip the battlefield in their favor at all. I want it all in my favor. If I'm going to start the fight, you better believe the battlefield will be tilted in my direction. But look how far back that goes. They've been planning this for so long. I, I, You're that, absolutely right. That, my right point there. is More right proof. there. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is not something new. This is something that's been going on for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. We just have to be stopping so stupid. They just stepped up their game. I had somebody the other day who, who well, what do you mean? How, how do you figure? Oh, Herschel Walker's, if, again, folks, if we give Herschel Walker away in Georgia, I know everybody's saying, oh, this race doesn't mean shit. Stop promoting it. I am not promoting it. What I am telling you is in 24, what it does for us is so much better if we make it there. If we make it there, listen to what I'm saying. If we make it there, 
Yep. We have a more substantial, we will get, listen, if we get Herschel, right? Listen, that seat does not go back up for election for another six years. Okay. Herschel's in office for the next six years. All right. Listen to what happens though in 24. In 24, that means instead of focusing our money. It would actually be 28. It would be Ossoff would go up in 28 because he was elected in. No, he goes oh, yeah. up in oh, 24. Right. He was in 2020. He's two more years no, after be that. It would be 26. Correct. No. Tw- yeah, because he was elected in 2020. So it would be 26. He can't be a midterm election though. He'd be a, he was elected on a. Doesn't matter. But it, yeah, but a, a general elections and national elections every four years, senators serve six years. So he True. would be a midterm. True. So he would he be goes a midterm. Up in 26. So he goes up in 26. So yep. in 26. So look at this. All right. So maybe I was wrong on the years. So in 26, this is what we have instead of the opposite. Listen to this. This is crazy. All right. Next in 24, this is what we have coming up right now. We have a grand total of 64 seats that come up for re-election in the House. If we got there, in the Senate. No, in, in the, the House. house? Okay. In the House. 64 seats in the House. There's only 50 seats in the Senate. Yeah, you're right. On. Okay, you're right. So in the Senate, we have 28 seats that come up for re-election in 24 in the Senate. Okay? That's huge. Huge. Why? Because if you look at that with what we have now, let's say we don't lose anything, or even if we lose two, Okay. Even if we lose two, this is what we make up. We have a three quarters majority in the Senate. Then we'd have a super majority and we'd be able to do. Stop. No, no, no. We'll be two seats short of a super. Two seats short of a super. Which would be really important in 26. But but guess what we pick up in 26? Mm -hmm. We pick up Georgia number two in 26. Georgia goes solid red in 26. And listen to this. Three other southern states go southern solid red because I guarantee Mississippi, Alabama follow in suit. Fuck, babe. We don't even know if we're going to make it in 24. 26 is a fucking pipe that, dream. Oh, that is. Okay. I'm, I'm completely pipe dreaming. But I got to hold out some hope. I, I, I'm long on the U.S. I believe I know, in our people. I know. You, you I didn't sucking fight up for, pipe. I know. I didn't fight for nothing. I fought for something. Uh, you might have to fight and for that thing again. I might have to. I don't give a fuck. Well, then let's go do it. Well, you know what? Uh, before we wrap up here, because we got to get off here soon so that uh, Josh, know, Josh can go. Yep. Um, play that that last. I'll put the FTX clips in the Substack. So, uh, uh, Yeah, that one. Um, so y'all go sign up for the Substack, patriotpartypod.substack.com, um, or just go to uh, patriotpartypod.com. I do have the link for the Substack in there. I did update the website. I also put the rest of our sponsors in there, Culture of Life, uh, Dr. Sherwood and Dr. Stella. Um, hey, was- Culture of Life coming up, dead, dead serious. Yep. Here's, they just had their Black Friday sale, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that tomorrow, I think they, they're they still, they're doing 50%, I believe, for the next week. Yeah, Lindsay, I know we have an hour, but I also have to make make dinner and feed the children in the shed. So, um, uh, yeah. Do we? Uh, Josh goes on at nine 30 on oh, Friday. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going on at 23. He, he did that. Uh, he did that when he was moving because Vince was covering and he had to go uh, on a little early, I but gotcha. yeah, no. Um, so yeah, no, he goes on at nine 30. That's fine. Um, but, um, well, but before we play this, we'll, we'll serious. Do, if you're we'll in Georgia, housekeeping. you got to vote some fucking, <laughs> yeah. Um, Vote Herschel. Serious. We got to do it. We got to pull him through. I know it doesn't sound right. And I know it sounds weird. I I got you. You Independence out there. I know you're the key. I get it. Listen, 
You got to vote Herschel. I know. I know it sounds fucking weird, but do it. Yeah. It's important. It really is. I don't agree either. I never liked his message from the beginning. You can ask any one of these fuckers in here. I was the first one that said, I don't like Walker. There's something about him. I just, there's, I don't like it. But I'm telling you right now, folks, this is one point that I will suck it down and I'll say I'm wrong. We got to go. We got to go back this motherfucker. We have to. If we win this, this sets us up really, really good for the future. It makes a lot of other races a lot easier for us. So please, if you live in Georgia, think about it. If not, if you if if you want to talk about it, give me a call. You know, my number. Go back and watch an episode. You'll get my number. Give me a call. I'll talk about it with you. Or just hit him up on. Yeah. Or on any of the social media, wherever. He's on Instagram the most, actually. Um, Def Griffin, is Arizona going to do another election? Well, that's funny because that's actually what we're going to play next. We're just about to talk about that. So check this out. And I was listening, when I was listening to Steve Bannon's war room today, um, uh, Carrie Lake's, I don't know, campaign manager, assistant, whatever, came on. And uh, she was saying, basically... Like they just expected Carrie Lake to just roll over and go away. Like everyone else has whose election was stolen. And Carrie Lake was like, fuck you. I'm fighting. Good. She's still fighting. They've already, they've been filing lawsuits and they're trying to run out the clock. Yeah. On Carrie I Lake, know what right? they're doing. So, uh, cause the election has to be certified and by a certain date. And they're like, no, no, no. Like canvas isn't, has to be done. They're like, no, no, they are. They're filing lawsuits. They filed one. They've got two more in the pipe. Let, like that are about to drop. Um, because I mean, Maricopa was so fucked. It wasn't even funny. It was just so ridiculous. So anyway, this ad came out. Um, they are calling for another election. They want one, I believe on December 5th. It's in here. Good. Odd music.
fucking finally. Carrie Lake's a cute tard. Folks, they're getting it. They're getting it. We're getting it. We're good. We're getting it. We're getting it. It's coming. Just wait. Wait, 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 wait. It's coming. It's coming. Trust me. When you start seeing shit like this, this is it. This is what we need. This, you want to talk about a great awakening. An election stolen in front of your face where everybody's watching. We knew they were going to do it again. Let them do it. Let them do it. Why? Because this time, it ain't our cameras. Oh, Fringe is canceled tonight after dark Zoom only. Come on. It, 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 We've already gone four and a half hours. It ain't our longer. cameras. It ain't our cameras no more. Now it's their cameras. Now we're using their cameras. Now we're using their own shit against them. Remember. Remember what Q said. Can't walk out in the public. Think about it. Think about what's coming. Think about the shit. Well, if everything happens the way it's supposed to, if we get control of the house, so far I've seen three of the investigations line up the way I thought. Okay. I saw one investigation already. They're already rolling the fucking, the, the two that were the biggest ones that had to happen are happening. Whether I like Kevin McCarthy or not, I don't. I'm just being open and honest with you all. This is my opinion. This is an opinion show. So understand you get my humble and honest opinion. My humble and honest opinion is that Kevin McCarthy is a fucking paid shell. He's a piece of shit political motherfucker who will play to whatever wind is blowing the strongest against his cock. That being said, currently right now, he feels he's got a stiff dick because he's got a slight majority there in the House. Very slight. By like one or two votes. Actually, I think we're sitting, what, 122 to 110, 105, 109, something like that right now. Something like that in the House, whatever. Anyway, he's got his little majority there, and he thinks that uh, right now his shit don't stink. He walks out, he talks about how he's going to go after fucking uh, Mayorkas, which is great. Love it. Do it. Uh, don't disagree. I, I think we all have an opinion on that. I think we all agree with that. And I think there's something to that. My, my orcas needs to go. However, Kevin, for the rest of the Patriots out here, and I don't speak for all the Patriots. However, I speak for the minority here. Yeah, we don't uh, presume to actually, speak for anyone but ourselves. Actually, I don't even speak for the minority here because they speak better than I do. And if you ever get in our chat room, you'll find out because you get your ass handed to you pretty fucking quick. Pretty sure somebody would cut your ass quick. I know my mods, they, they'll take care of you quick. Uh, but long story short, Kevin. A no, non-loan ranger, of course you can have an opinion. Uh, Understand that coming here shortly, if you do win your majority and you do become the next Speaker of the House, I warn you of this one thing. Yes, we are a mere 3% of the country. We are a small fraction. We are the true patriots that will stand up and call a spade a spade. We are the true patriots that will say what we feel. We will do what we feel. We will do as we please. And we will tell you to get fucked when, when you need to get fucked. We are that 3%. That's who we are. Understand when you start fucking up, if for some reason you, you think for some reason we're going to be quiet about it. 
I'm going to go ahead and let you know that we will be looking to put your head affixed upon a pike high above London Bridge. And we're going to do it in the city of London, in the country of the United Kingdom. Because, you know what, we, we so don't care about you, we want you to die in foreign soil. So understand, the first point that you become a traitor to this country, or to the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence in any way, shape, or form, I will ensure that at no point do we stop until you are removed, either by force or by will of the people. You will be removed from office, period. And oh, by Mitch, well, you're a minority leader, so you're a bitch already. You're already getting pounded in the ass by Chuck Schumer, so I don't need to say much to you. Because all I need is Chuck Schumer to stuff his dick in your mouth and you're done. All right. Um, well, speaking of stolen elections, uh, you said you 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 didn't expect it to be Carrie Lake to be uh, the, the general leading the fight. Um, no, I just didn't expect her to get it. Well, okay. Uh, did you expect Brazil to get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody play, gets it before we do. Play, We're the play, last play, ones to ever play get this, it. This clip. Uh, Us in America is, are um, so fooled. Because you've heard it before, people. You heard the guy tonight. He said, I trusted. I got all the vaccinations the government required because I trusted the government. Nope. So did I. What did it ever get me? I don't trust anyone. It got me a ribbon. Thanks. Hmm. The people of Brazil are united together in protest against the globalist Great Reset. In 2017, Louise Lula was convicted on charges of corruption and money laundering and sentenced to nine years in prison. In April of last year, he was released by the Brazilian Supreme Court to run against Bolsonaro. He is supported by the World Economic Forum. Translating. Lula was not elected. Lula stole my vote. Stole from my people. We will not create war. We will not spill blood. We will fight with peace. This son of a... Alexandre de Moraes, because he stole our votes and gave them to another criminal, Lula. They reversed his sentence. Tell me something, folks. Hmm. Go ahead, stop this video when it fucking doesn't sound like us. Tell me one more time. This doesn't sound like us. Keep going. I'm just wondering, when is this going to slap somebody else in the face? Holy shit. That is, that's Brazilian Mick. I'm not going to start the fight, but you're damn sure I'll see it through. Outdoor girls, you got it. All right, keep going. In order to win criminally by stealing and diverting our votes. This was dishonesty, shadiness, criminal. In my country, there is no place for them. End translation. Alexandre de Moraes is the minister of the Supreme Court of Brazil, who just ordered the banks to block the accounts 
of anyone supporting the historic protest. Can, can somebody tell me why in Brazil they can do that just like that? Um, well, the, the better question is, why aren't we doing that here? What haven't we accepted yet in this country? That the election was stolen? No. Mm-hmm. That the government's trying well, to kill we us? We don't have an eco- the, the world, the, the, the giga dollar. We don't have the bit dollar. Oh, the, the they do coin. all of that shit down there. Mm-hmm. They can track where your money's going. They can turn that shit mm-hmm. off. This is my point. This is what this leads to. They can to. do it to you too. Yeah, that's what's coming to us. Yep. If we're not smart, if we don't get smart, we got problems. Yeah, they won't be part of BRICS for long if uh, Luna gets in. Yeah. <clears throat> People all over the world took to the streets like the people of Brazil, then the imminent global tyranny would be eradicated. And this is why the media ignores it. They are hoping you just stay home and watch it like a movie until it arrives at your front door and it's too late. Say, let's pretend this brain is a puny little ant. Did that hurt? (laughs) Nope. Well, how about this one? Are you kidding? (laughs) How about this? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if that's a Disney movie. Yep. A fucking Disney movie. Yep. Need I say any more? Nope. If they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. I, I, I don't say i don't condone violence for political movements i don't that did not look like a violent protest nobody condones that however i i do i do condone political peaceful political opposition to what everybody else considers the norm the 10th man i believe in the 10th man there should be a 10th man to say wait a minute You know, in the army, there, there were times that I was told that I had to tell people that what they had to go do could end their life. You all understand that. And I know there's not a whole lot that I can say that can make you, that I can say that I can tell you how I feel because what I did what I ordered somebody to go do, they went and did without even a second guess. Without question. And it ended their life. And there is no guilt. There's no way that you can ever take that guilt away from me. I've got that for the rest of my life. However, I can tell you this. 
doing that, there never was a day that I questioned whether or not one of my guys would go do something that I knew that they knew was going to end their life. There was never a day. And why was that? Because they knew that if I was doing it, they knew I would go before them. That was the biggest thing. But they also knew if I went before them, nothing else was going to get done. So they knew that that was their place. They understood what that meant. And there's a lot of people that ask why people go do that heroically. And it is heroic. I don't give a fuck what you say. I saw guys go do shit. You can say whatever I did was heroic, but I saw guys do shit that as far as I'm concerned, they had superhuman powers because of what I saw them do and what I reported them doing and the way I was looked at because, wait a minute, there is no fucking way in, no, you have no... Until you're put in that situation, you have absolutely no idea what your body is capable of. And I can tell you right now, being put in that situation in several different occasions, my body is capable of shit that I haven't even got to yet. That motherfucker moves. When it's got to move, it moves. I can tell you this. That this shit that we're seeing now, that all this crap in the background with people carrying on about the vax and doing this is all subterfuge this is all for the big plan the big plan is what's next what don't we see coming what are you not planning on think about what q said q said it would be something that would shock the world and he used words of the time that would shock us right he used words that bit that caught your, it caught your imagination. You started thinking about it. You were like, yeah, if Hillary Rodham Clinton got arrested, man. But then when we realized that you could replace words, what if the initial shock of the world isn't someone being arrested? What if the initial shock of the world is something like what we just saw tonight? Something like these vaccines just killing so many people that we get to the point now that like it's undeniable that this is going on and people still try to force feed bullshit down our throat saying, no, these are good for you. If they take your vaccine, they want to bring masks back. Think about it. How many many parents now having heard the story on NBC on the Today Show on the doctor on the Today Show coming out saying I made a mistake. My child is now it, it was detrimental to my child for putting a mask on them. And I won't do that again. And now they want to come out and say, you got to put masks on them. What are you going to do if they say that your child has to go back to school with a mask on their face? Because I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull my kid out of school so fucking fast. He's going to be in sixth grade again because he already finished all fifth grade. He like he's not allowed to raise his hand in class anymore because he learned so much in homeschool last year. But his ass will be back in homeschool. But tell me something. Would that not shock the world if all of a sudden everybody fell back in compliance with that? shit or didn't no 
what's going to shock the world is what they do to those who don't. Mm-hmm. Us, you, me, yeah. you all don't think it's just me. It's not just me because it's never just me. It's all of you fuckers. All I'm doing is organizing. All I'm doing is bringing like-minded heads together and you guys are making contact. That's my job. Are you going to put a mask back on your face to go buy the crap you don't need for Christmas? I can talk into a microphone. That's what I had the means and the money and I was told to do it. That's why I do it. God told me to do it. I do it that. It's done. We got it. You all listen. Are you going to let this happen? Are you going to let other people around you let this happen? Are you not going to red pill other people the way you've heard us red pill you or red pill someone else? Are you not going to spread the message your way? The problem with us, with Patriot broadcasters, the reason the rest of the regular media hates us, we're in little spurts. We're here, we're there, we're over there, we're maybe there, there. They can't narrow us down. They can't stop us. But we carry a following. Yeah. Because we're real people. With we're, real people listening to us. We we have real problems just like you guys do. Like, for instance, I got somebody here to pump out my shit box that was here 20 minutes ago. The washer Just box. left. Actually, it was like four hours ago. But my point is, is that we have the same problems you all have. We own a home. We fucking pay taxes. We just got hit with another tax bill today that now I was like, wait a minute. That's supposed to come out of escrow. Why isn't that being paid? Yeah. Why isn't that being paid? Yep. Folks, we're we're real people. That's, That's the difference. We don't live in these clouds with these other faggots, Fox News homos. We don't homos. make a million dollars to read off a teleprompter. No, and I'm never going to do that. That's not our opinion. I don't want to ever do that. Never I want to push shit I believe. Stuff I know works. I don't I don't ever try to push bullshit on you all. We come out with products that we use. Like, I have a open thing of Kush Creams right here. Why? Because I always have pain cream wherever I'm sitting. Because I'm always in pain. Yep. I can use it right Twice now. Twice weed. But uh, immaterial. I we're not fake, but we're we're telling you what's real. This is not the shit you're being told, the shit you're being fed. Don't look up. Go watch the movie if you haven't seen it yet. Don't look up. It's the same shit. It's the same script. They took the playbook and made a movie. They can't make it more obvious for us. Go watch Don't Look Up. I'm dead serious. If you don't believe me, go watch it and tell me how much of that applies to today. How many of you were told to don't look up? Why? Oh, because that's where they're making the vaccine. Yep. We looked up. All of us looked up. Yeah, we looked up. We listened to God. Don't look up is is not just a counterpunch to the vaccines or to anything else. It's a counterpunch to religion. It's a, hey, God doesn't exist. Look, there's another planet with other animals that would kill us just the same. Yeah. God, God is dead wow. and Jesus is fake news. That that's is, that's no. exactly what that is. That's what don't look up at the end of the movie meant. Minus the fact I loved seeing Hillary get killed. <laughs> True. It was a, uto- a no, utopia. Utopia of sorts. is another. Now, Utopia is a, a series. It started as a British series, and they redid it as an American series. Um, 
pretty much about the. Well, the no, it was a utopia of sorts. They thought it was a utopia when they got oh, yeah. out butt naked and then they got eaten by everything that was on the planet. But I think she's referring to the, the movie utopia, uh, the, the CB, the mini series utopia. Okay. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, um, it is, uh, it is black Friday. Is that racist? I don't know. Okay. I don't know anymore. I know because I, I know heard a lot of liberals say today. Mm-hmm. So I'm yep. not sure, okay. but liberals are more racist than Republicans. Mm-hmm. So, well, anyway, it, it is the official start of the Christmas shopping season. So if you want to buy shit that you don't need for people that you don't really like, um, Go to PatriotPartyPod.com. Our shit works. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you want to buy really good stuff for people that you do like, go to PatriotPartyPod.com. I'm actually going to put a promo code in for um, Small Business Saturday. So it'll be uh, available all day tomorrow from midnight tonight through midnight tomorrow. Um, uh, Promo code Patriot will get you 30% off any Patriot Party Pod merchandise. And then don't forget to go check out our sponsors as well because they're running their own sales. I saw. uh, Now, let's say it's the first time I'm going to Mm PatriotParty.com. If I use my promo code Defiant and I use my promo code Patriot, do I get a combined 45% off? No, they don't combine. No. The Patriot promo code is better than the the initial Defiant. Defiant promo code. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want so, to make sure because if you, if you I want, want to, go, to you, make look, sure that listen, it's straight listen. up for yeah. everybody. Yeah. If you, uh, if you want to go, I mean, if you want to go in there tonight and use it because Defiant is good for the first purchase, you get 20% off your first purchase with promo code Defiant. Um, if you want to go on there tonight and, and you know, buy something and, and use that by all means, but you can save it for tomorrow. Use promo code Patriot and get 30% off uh, your, your entire order. Um, and, uh, and taxes are included. Shipping is not. So we'll, we'll put that in. Thank you. And Lone Ranger. Did, we will do that. And I, your channel ID tag would, make, would a great, make a great bumper sticker. Okay. Um, I, I did open it up to, uh, to Europe in the UK. So if you're overseas now, you can go to patriotpartypod.com and, and buy a t-shirt and pay more in shipping than you pay for the t-shirt. But Hey, we love you. So how about it? Um, but yeah, check out our sponsors. Hey, if you're willing to promote us over there, yeah, fucking God cool. bless. Um, hey, we'll, we'll, I'm even, I'll even put together, hey, for my brethren in Ireland, I will even put together an Irish an Slanja okay. t shirt. All right. And we'll definitely, well, we'll be doing St. Patrick's Day t shirts. Oh, fucking so, yeah. hey, Holy um, shit. We're so doing St. Patty's Day t shirts. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, MyPillow right now, so remember, use promo code Defiant at MyPillow.com um, or MyStore.com. He's got those rolling go pillows. Our kid what asked us 16, for one the other day. 8.9% is what you get off if you use our, uh, anyway, if I, if you use our promo but code. But right, right now, now uh, you get two rolling go pillows for nineteen ninety eight. Two yes. pillows for nineteen ninety eight with the pillowcases, and they have Bible sayings on them. They're really cute. Um, our son asked for one. Like, that, fuck, that pillow saved me on our trip to Vegas. Like, I that thing's amazing. I love that pillow. Um, Wait a minute. I thought I saved you. I mean, you did, but wow, like, fuck me, Ryan. Sleeping huh? on the plane. Sleeping Ash clown the... got booted by Dude, a pillow because I slept. I mean, I, I don't even remember coming home. Like, I don't. I really don't remember any of the, the trip home. But because like, I, I kept you really high and I, I, but I, I slept, did everything I, in my power to I keep slept you everywhere. Sober. And that that you know my pillow fucking like that was just like right here in between my my shoulder and my head and i was just fucking sleeping on it It was amazing um yeah the topper is amazing too i i think he still has slippers on sale he opened up new sizes so smaller sizes larger sizes wide sizes uh on the the my pillow slippers which are pretty 
fucking kick ass. Yeah, I, wear I mine can't all the show time. you mine because mine are the been dog ate destroyed. Them. I have to buy new ones for you for Christmas because mm. hey, what do you know? I'll, well, I'll use our promo code on that too. Fucking um, dog. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. Shit. Um, and uh, Kush creams. Don't forget kushcreams.com. You get fifteen percent off with uh, so literally. Defiant. I, that's just the bomb. I call this the shower therapy in the morning because I take a really hot shower and then I get out and she puts this on my back. And I tell you what, it's like the heat and the cold at the same time. Really you know that, you know that pain. And I do listen, I do serious first. I put serious on for the pain because serious, I'm sorry. I love Kush creams, but I'm sorry. Serious. Yeah. Last twice as long as Kush creams does. I love Kush creams. And I think they're the best in the biz when it comes to the cooling effect, but Sirius has got the pain down to a science. I I can rub that shit. You can ask her. I put it on my body in the morning. I'm done all day. Mm-hmm. I don't put any more on. Like I am good. It dulls it enough to make it tolerable. I'm- With a little cush, it's like amazing because then I get the ice cold and the pain relief all at the same time. This is amazing shit to top on. This is like an addition to. I wish Justin was still alive. So that Justin can meet Megan, we can put the two of them together and we can make them make a serious Kush mix for us, for the the dedicated few, for the ones that love this shit to the end of the world, where they mix the Kush and the the serious together to where all I got is one thing and I just rub it on me and I'm done. But um, the serious CBD is uh, also 35% off with uh, promo code fine at serious CBD. Just go to patriotpartypod.com and and go down to our sponsors and click the link for serious CBD. And who knows, because of the, the people the, I know the now. The website's coming back. The old website's coming back. The, the other one's up. It's like site. Just go to pagepartypod.com and click on the link. You'll find it there. Yeah. But either way, with the people we know now, mm-hmm. we might actually be able to make that happen. We might. We might. So Absolutely. we might actually be able to put the two in touch yeah. and drop a product just like well, that. Hey, we never know. Um, we'll work on it. So We're good like yep. that. Yep. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, PatriotPartyPod.com, promo code Patriot, good for 30% off all day tomorrow. And as of course, do us a favor, like, share, subscribe. I don't care how you listen mm-hmm. to us. I don't care if you watch us, if you go listen, do me a favor, go like, share and subscribe it, please. Because the more people we get listening, the higher we get up in the ratings, mm-hmm. you guys are killing it. We yeah. have a ridiculous listening base. I just want to let you know. So we went down to Texas. We were down in Texas. Um, there was a big guy for there Reckoning Fest, yeah. for Reckoning Fest. There was a big dude there from one of the broadcasting groups. And he was like uber excited to beat both me and Velen. And I was like, Why? this is really weird. We literally just got out of our pickup truck that we drove here um, because we're like hitting it up in the, the Marriott down the road. We're not even at your hotel with all the other big name guests. And outside of one other person, we were the next biggest Lizzie's show there. Boyfriend. We were the next biggest show there. And we, we had no, we had no we idea. Had no like, idea. We're like, about? I was like, get the fuck out of here. No way. He told us something ridiculous yeah. that I didn't believe. He told us that we had 15,000 people that listened to us on, on, on a, daily basis. a daily basis. I said, there is no, no, way. no fucking way. No way. Where are you getting that from? So we did our numbers. We did our own numbers and we were like looking around. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, I got this one here. We got this one here. And we I, started I, adding I, things I came, up. I came up with about 8,000. So we're about between five and about between five and 7,000 roughly yeah. is what we get on a daily poll. 
Well, then we forgot about a whole well, account. I always forget about. I always forget. I, I always forget about CloudHub, and I apologize, CloudHub people, because I love CloudHub and I go on there all the time. But um, I, I always. It's not that I forget about CloudHub. I forget that Josh at the Red Pill Project also broadcasts us on his cloud hub channel. So like I was, when I was pulling our metrics, I pulled our cloud hub channel numbers, but I didn't look at, we never pulled which cloud hub is our biggest, our biggest audience. Honestly, we have like a thousand people watch us in cloud hub every day. It's about 1400 on, people on our on channel. A daily basis. Yeah, yeah. About there. It depends on the video and it depends yeah. on the day actually. Um, but then I went and looked at the red pill and I was like, holy shit. We like fucking 12,000 people watching us over on just red over 11,000, just over 11. On, 11555. 11, yeah. So really quick, first, I, I wanted to do this. I wanted to make a big deal about this because first, that's, that's, over that's to our, our red pill folks on CloudHub, we do not forget about you. A, B, thank you so much. That is huge. That like blew me away. Yeah. Not to include the Legion Strong here that we already have, that we talk to on a daily basis. What I would love for you all to do is to jump onto one of these chat streams to where we can see it. Clout Hub does not have a chat stream where uh, you guys can talk to us. I'd love to hear more from you. Um, and you guys are amazing. That is it blew me away when this guy told us this. And then when we learned all these metrics, we found out about these other metrics they pay for. I don't pay for it. No, I'm not paying for it. I do it. that shit organic. I'm like, all right, I just, I look at numbers on all the different platforms. But I, I can tell you right now, folks, that is, that is huge to us. I think that's who it was out Orgal. Chaz with PPN. Yeah, it was, it was. Maybe, uh, I don't know. No, no, it was not. No. The Patriot. Part, no, it was no. Network. He was from uh, AM, AMP. It was AM, AMP. It was AMP. Oh, it was um. Uh, what's his name from AMP? Yeah, yeah, yeah the big okay. guy from AMP. Yeah, and John uh, Michael Chambers. Yeah, John Michael Chambers. And I was like, "Who's this guy?" And everybody's like trying to tell him. And, and Josh is like, his, "You've been Josh on his like, channel a bunch of times. Like, you've been on his channel like fucking twelve times, dude." And I was just like, <laughs> okay. "Dude, I have no idea well, who his he network, is." But you haven't been on a show with him. Anyway, he was like really excited, and he wanted to meet both of us. And I was like. Oh, okay. Why? And then he told us. We're just people. We, we really are. Uh, we're not. We just like to run our mouths a lot. We're just, I, I was, I was blown away when I heard all of this. I was blown away when we finally confirmed it. I was blown away. I didn't want to say anything until I knew for a fact, but I was like, when we fucking put everything together. We're like, holy shit. They're damn right. Yeah, they're, they're actually off by yeah. 22. Well, but, no, because I figured it out like a couple months afterwards. So our audience has grown again since then. Oh, okay. So we so, picked up another 2,500 people since reckoning fest. Okay. Well, anyway, Great. long story short, uh, first of all, welcome all of you and thank you. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Yeah. And, uh, we're, you're the reason we do it. We don't do it for anything else. We don't get paid. And the fact that we have such a following, I'm fucking blown away. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I never thought more than 15 people would ever well, listen to us. Okay. Honestly, you know, and I mean, I get, you know, Alex Jones is like, now his broadcast is more ads than talking because he owes a fucking trillion dollars. Um, <laughs> so you blame the you guy. Have, you have to do fourteen minutes of ads every thirty minutes. I I get you. I get you. Uh, okay. Um, you know, keep keep selling your your vitamins and shit. I I I get you. That's that's great. Does that work? What his his vitamins? I, actually, I, I've I've heard his iodine tincture is really good. Really? Yeah. His or his iodine tablet or whatever he sells is like it's like top top Primo. quality. Yeah. All right. Um, but uh, I haven't bought any of his shit yet, so we'll see. We'll see. Because 
might we might invest a little bit maybe um see how much we have after the holidays uh, but on uh, so many other podcasters i feel like and you know when other people have new people have come into the chat and our our you know our regular family has welcomed them i've seen people be like yeah these people don't sell shit like they they don't do ads and we don't we don't stop the show in the middle of a conversation in the middle of the flow to to play an ad do we have ads loaded yeah we never play them why, I, why why would you do that the whole idea you came here to listen to we'll, something we'll put an ad in at the beginning and we you know we talk about stuff at like we'll talk about our sponsors at the end in fact i what i'd like to start doing and i want to i'm going to do this on the sub stack and we'll do it on the, the show um in because we have now nine sponsors okay we said we're only going to do four we went with not actually we have 10 um if you count Patriot cigars. So actually uh, I'm waiting for number 11, which is still the fuel buddy. Where's the fuel like, buddy at? Huh? The fuel thing, the tablet, like the thing we were. Yes, 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 yes. Where is that at? Yeah, that's true. I, I've been telling people about I know, this. I know. And I people gotcha. are begging me. I like, gotcha. Dude, I gotcha. I gotcha. I want to gotcha. do it before gas prices I, are at $8 again. I understand. Um, I will. And they want to see the results because they don't believe me. I know. I got And they don't believe what I saw. I know. So I got people already begging for it. Yes. Outdoor gal, Patriot cigars, uh, Patriot cigars.com. Yeah, I believe so. Um, uh, or it's the great divide podcast. You yeah, can go no, check them yeah, out there. It's at Patriot cigars.com. 15% off with Alan's from defiant, um, with yeah. the great divide. But, uh, but uh, you know, good scars too. Very mm-hmm. good scars, yeah. actually. But anyway, I want to do a, I want to do a, a, a featured sponsor each day. I mean, you guys can always go check out all of our sponsors at PatriotPartyPod.com. But I just I want to I want to pull one each day, and we'll just run through them each day. You know, our featured sponsor for today is My Pillow. Well, normally when I do like the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. My Pillow is the one that sends us ads. Yeah, Mike sends us tons of ads. Yeah, he always keeps us updated with ads, so I'm always downloading his shit, throwing it in. Uh, the, but a lot of people don't watch from the very beginning. And I do I know they don't. Yep. So like if you don't watch from the very beginning, normally I open up with an ad and then the music starts. Yep. Um, and then when we go in, I never changing the beginning. Mm-hmm. It will always start with Justin leading us into the show mm-hmm. because as far as I'm concerned, he was, he came first. We'll follow yep. him into the breach anywhere he goes. So he leads us into the breach and then we roll with it from there. From there, it's us. But I got to hear Justin saying, hey, now it's Abs- time to resist. Ab- absolutely. But I'm I'm saying like, I, you know, the beginning of each show or, or we'll do it when we do our, when we do it when we do our Justin tribute because Justin would love for us to, you know. Do a break. Absolutely. Um, and uh, not, we won't play an ad, but we'll talk about our our featured sponsor of the day, our featured sponsor of the show. Are you going to come up with that? Or are you going to just yeah, yeah. figure it out on the fly? Or- yeah, no, because I usually, I, I start writing the Substack before the show. Okay. I put most of the, the, the links, the clips and the, um, just so I'm aware of what I'm talking about. Beforehand. So I'm not like yeah, sitting yeah. there going, talking out mm-hmm. my ass going, yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to talk about, uh, no, no. butt pumps, but apparently today I'm talking but about dildos. We all, we all, I mean, we know what all of our sponsors are because we they use sent all me the products. A bag of full of ton dildos. And I know all about those products. Anyway. I didn't use them all, but I may have seen some other people use them with sheep. It was weird, but you never know what those Afghanis do with sheep. Anyway, so um, yeah, this Sunday we have James Rogeski coming yes. back. We are going to do, and I, I heard him on the Sean Morgan report today, but he only had thirty minutes, so it was kind of a like a you know hitting the wave tops yes. of of this new who 
they're trying to roll their fucking pandemic treaty back out. But now they've just they've they've made it bigger and glossed it up and and they're trying to throw even more money at it. So, yeah. Um, So James is going to come on and and we're going to dig deep into all that. Um, I'm very excited about that. So that'll that'll be a lot of fun. So Sunday at 2 p.m., James Rogusky for uh, fake P.H. E I T I. What? Um, it's called a. It's a, it's called a fate. It's a or a fake. It's, a faint. No, it's called a fake. It's the the acronym spells out fake. It's like pandemic, health, um, emergency of international concern. It's a fake. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. So anyway, um, so yeah, so he'll be on on Sunday, and we're gonna dive deep into that their new. Uh, their new scheme to rule the world. Oh, I just figured out the song we were playing. Everybody wants to rule the world. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. Nope. Nope. Good luck trying to figure it out. Fuckers. Okay. I know anyway. the song for Sunday. So, yeah. So, uh, and tomorrow is Mick's birthday. It is. It is. So another year older. He will be 46. Yes. Another year older. Anyway. So. I will. I will, Def. <sighs> Yep. He's out there barking right now. He's waiting they're for They're hungry because I made them like 10 pounds of food today. Butt pox? I hungry. don't know about butt pox. <laughs> All right. Mick will be 46. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Old. See? See the, see the gray coming in on the beard here? See? I, I have to get him his Just for Men beard coloring because it's coming in. Yeah. It's so. starting to. Yeah. So it's supposed so, to right before Christmas. So, My brother was like, hey, you need to grow that out, make that gray <laughs> all the way through. I was like, motherfucker. A couple years before that. Richard Punch, thank you, Def. Thank right. you, sir. Anyway, now now we've officially been talking for five hours. So, Sweet. well, the, I mean, the movie played for an hour, but yeah. Five hours and 14 minutes. Well, because right. 15 minutes was music. Fuckers. Was like 17 minutes. Anyway, so. You all uh, have a great so, yeah. night. Yeah. Go, go get yourself some shit you don't need for people that you don't like for um, a, a commercial holiday that completely ignores what it's really supposed to be about at patriotpartypod.com. But don't forget about the real reason why we celebrate the holiday, because the real reason we celebrate the holiday is not about the real reason. No, that it is, the it is about the, uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us. See, he is not fake news, people. So fuckers you do have a soul, or at least I do. I, I do and, too. Uh, he has a soul. I think. Okay. Well, no, I don't think I do anymore. <laughs> but anyway, for the big and Lynn. we will talk to you fuckers later. See you on Sunday. Have a great night, fuckers. Thanks for watching. Hasta luego, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
feeling badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the lie. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run to hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Okay. You can fuck around and find out. If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a white I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the south. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirt south with a truck seat eye, and he straight pops loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate, ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth, you can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out.